What you at in the uh, city or suburbs? Uh, I'm in the city. Oh, okay. It's, it's I, I thought I saw you uh, leaving brunch on yesterday. You ain't see me leave nowhere. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What's good, season, man? What you been on, bro? What's the word? What's the word? What's happening, people? I know you've been moving on. Yeah, Come on, man. Don't do that. <laughs> I know you had to pop out somewhere. Come on. Don't do that. Uh, no, nah, I went. I, I got out the hell yesterday, though. Oh, true, true. Some, some light. What you end up doing? Uh, just looked at Joe House. Joe just at the house. It's because it's birthday today. So we just oh, shit. We, we all linked up a little bit. Happy birthday oh, happy to my nigga DJ. Joe. Wait, man. Nothing, 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 nothing absurd. Okay. You ain't, you ain't pull up your main joint to pull it through? Let him meet the fan? I think you're a sick man. You what, man? <laughs> let him meet the fan. <laughs> <laughs> This is who I spend my time around. <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, ain't, ain't none of that going on. What y'all got going today? Uh, nothing, for real. I'm just in the house, chilling. Uh, I finished up that white boy, Rick. Oh, yeah, that shit was dead. They, bro, they got down on that nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm confused, because it's, absur- it's just openly absurd, and everybody knows it's absurd. Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody just keeps letting it happen. Like, I don't, under- I don't understand. Fred, when a convicted mass murderer says you need to let that nigga out of prison... <laughs> Like what the fuck? Who admitted to doing their crime, served time, and is already out? It makes no sense. Yeah. Wait, what? Um, where is this on? Netflix. Uh, Netflix. It's from like 2017. Oh damn, really? Bro was like, hey, I got 30 bodies on me right now. I know I'm going to hell. <laughs> Even the other dude, uh, Curry, Curry, the Curry dude. Yeah. yeah, he was just like, yeah, man, y'all just go ahead and let him know. <laughs> We tried to kill him, but uh, hey, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. He's sleeping with my girl, <laughs> but yeah, that shit was nuts. Like I would have way preferred them release that than a movie. I don't know when did the movie come out? Like they made a movie? Yeah, White Boy Rick. You don't remember that shit? Nah. Yeah, because that's what I thought of when y'all first said it. Yeah, it was a movie. Um, actually, like he don't even know how this would have been a movie. Uh, it was pretty eventful. <laughs> Like if you connected to like all the the Detroit gangs and shit. Well, yeah, I guess I guess from a perspective of uh, they actually gonna go through like more of the day to day stuff. Because in this, it just made it seem like he was just doing stuff just as an informant. Yeah. And then they just after a point was like, all right, he gotta go. Yeah, but uh, that shit that shit was nuts. Buddy's buddy's stomach was all toe off. I was like, yeah, damn, <laughs> nigga been shot like a million times. <laughs> How this nigga ain't dead. Man, I feel like I don't know, man. I feel like I, I need to pop out to a real strip club very soon. What? 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 Where's this urge coming from? Like I, I don't know, man. I've been seeing people like uh, post shit, and it seems just like a vibe that I need to experience again. Like, when was the last time you was in a real strip club? It's been a minute. But I mean, yeah, all right, so what is. do you want to go to do? What do you want to go to do? I think I just need the atmosphere. I ain't gonna lie. On Friday, I was I was thinking about it because I went to Cidercade and then I popped out to Washington Street. Um, but by that time, I was by myself, so I was mm-hmm. just like, "Fuck, man, I could just go to the strip club and just chill for a second But I thought that would be go weird. sit and have some intimate conversation. Yeah, man, I thought that'd be <laughs> weird. So I was just man. on Washington Street and shit. 
How your Friday going? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, these your regular hours? I knew they was gonna lie to me, man. <laughs> oh man, you got oh you get some overtime. Oh okay. You got you got two kids? Oh okay. Oh you trying to help your mom? Oh that's that's, that's respectable. But y'all ready, man? Yeah. Alright man Yo 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 Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast It's your boy Moose Mancino man And I am proud My wife will never be white Um We here in the building And we got C's in the building We are here My wife also will not be white <laughs> Hey man C's You know what I was thinking about I was thinking like to honor I don't like people. where this is going <laughs> What Hey man Hear me out bro <laughs> Hey I don't like that transition <laughs> Uh, to honor DMX, man, I was thinking that you should like just start naming out all the women you you fuck with, like uh, and what these bitches want from a nigga. Second verse. <laughs> no, there's no names to list. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's just silence, like the pooty tag song and shit. I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> hey man, we gonna we gonna get on that man. Next week is coming. Uh, we got done in the building. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Donny Dome. Internationally known on the microphone, I got it all, but I could really use a wife at home. She won't be white. Could you really use a wife at home? I could. I do realize we're getting to that stage where if you go somewhere, like you're probably, for the most part, everybody else is either married, engaged, or at least been together for a minute. So you that like crazy. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. Yeah, and we got to switch up some lyrics. You're like you don't want to confine your wife to the home. Mm, man, think about it. That's facts. <laughs> Put it in the cubicle. <laughs> Put it in the cubicle. <laughs> A working woman. <laughs> oh man, how y'all doing, bro? I'm solid. Solid, solid. Everybody sound good, man. Good energy. Good, you know, good breath of air. I like when I hear y'all and I feel like y'all oxygen levels are at the right, you know, at the right temperature or levels or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's you know, a good night to rest so you'll get the body right. Absolutely, you know, man. Are you ready to do some pod? Yeah, that sounded nuts. <laughs> it does. I, I'm not going to lie. This is like a first Sunday in a while that I feel decent rested. Oh, shit. What like, you- usually. Usually I'm I'm really tired or mm, really hungover. From the Saturday October activities, yeah, you be out. Did the pack did the pack put you to sleep? Nah, I mean it was just you know I didn't I didn't do much. I chilled you know for most of the day, so you know wasn't I didn't drink that much. So it was a solid day. Did you go take like a long walk by yourself? I did have a walk yesterday. I did have a walk. Mm. Um, yeah. And it was raining too. It was like a slight drizzle. So it was oh, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> I know you didn't put a hood up either. You just let it, <laughs> let it mist on you. <laughs> you, you just let your neck get Man, I had that R&B playing, man. I felt like I was. Oh, my, oh are you okay? Going, you know, I was going through it, man. I was just like, man. Wait, what are you going through that you're walking in misty rain listening to R&B? <laughs> you know what? So you, you ever get that feeling like, damn, man. Am I gonna be alone forever? <laughs> <laughs> no, that have you ever had that like regret feeling? Like, mm. oh yeah, man, we get dark, but <laughs> maybe I could have done things differently. Ooh, oh shit, man. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Let's talk about. It. Let's really talk about it. Let's really positive. <laughs> okay, okay, let's really talk about it. What was your answer? 
Shit, I, I don't know, man. It's like a ever, it's like a thought that I think about, you know, on occasion. And then it drifts away. Man, let me light a candle for this. I said, let me get deep. <laughs> yeah, let me. Man, you understand? You understand? Man, I, I get think... what you're saying though, but at the same time, you can't you can't think like that. For real. Because I think a lot of the times, once it comes like to that type of situation, like man, if I would have done this a little different, you think in your mind like it would have. You think what you did wrong was the only factor in how things got like messed up. Mm. But even if you did something different, you kill. You still can't change like the other person's outcome or reaction. Facts. It's all part of yeah. the journey, man. No matter it's true. No, no matter true. where you about to end up, and you know that type of shit, man. Who you supposed to be with is who you gonna be with, regardless. So, I'm not saying that's a free pass to be out here doing fuck shit, but mm. never, never that. Yeah, but. Hey man, you, you, you just never know, man. You you might think you might try to harp too much on like if I would have done this different, but it's it's never that simple where you do one thing. I mean, because it's just in retrospect where it's like you know one thing that you did upset this one person, and you think, oh, if I didn't do that, everything would be perfectly fine. But you never really know. It could have been something else at a later time. So to really just think like this one thing would have changed everything for me, nah, probably not. Ooh. No, no, that's a, that's real. I just hate that feeling coming around. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, see, it's honestly, hard to shake. That's that feeling, man. That feeling be hitting me sometimes when when the pack kick in, mm. and that's that's what be throwing me off. Because then I get real introspective. Uh, mm. See, when I smoke, I just think my lips be chapped. See, I, I what, what strains are y'all smoking? <laughs> I, I honestly I can go from like being like in a real relaxed mood to just like everything seems like super deep. And I just start thinking about things that I shouldn't be thinking about and just kind of really just trying to play out situations. And like, you, honestly, I feel like I get more in touch with like emotions. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. I'd be laughing the hardest I ever laughed. And then I'll drift into God damn. Shit is fucked up. Yo, what's going on? Because it's almost like the, the, sm- the slightest thing will, will shake you up. Like Think about something like like goals and dreams, right? If you think, if you really sit and think about it, like in that state, it'll throw you off mm-hmm. because it's like you kind of sit and it's like, man, especially as you kind of get closer to like a goal that you've had, it's like, yeah, this is something that I've really been like wanting. But as you get closer to it, then it's like that fear kind of kicks in. It's like, okay, what am I supposed to do once I get this? And like, how do I determine what's next for me and, and figuring it out? But also it's a lot of emotion than you reaching a goal that might seem like it was short term, but in turn was like a part of like a three, four year plan. And to see that come to fruition is like, it's a lot. Yes. See, that's why I don't I don't smoke because I feel like it brings me into my mind too much. And when I'm like in a moment or whatever, I feel like I'm trying to just enjoy the moment. That's why I prefer to drink, because then I get out of my mind and now I'm just in the moment. You feel me? Sometimes it's cool. I mean, doing doing kicking in around people sucks because now I'm a sudden I'm I'm on some woke stuff. (laughs) But (laughs) nigga Kyrie around the (laughs) house. Now tell me about your journey. <laughs> now, how does Allah fit into your five year plan? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you're doing it like just by yourself, it's low key. Once you come out of it, you feel like you get some type of clarity. You feel a little better. 
Facts, man. I can't even. My my high stories are a little bit too wild to even say on the pod. Maybe we'll talk about it one day though. Um, but yeah, man. Other than that, everybody doing good. Y'all looking forward to this week? Anything big coming up? I, I want y'all to name three people who you hate or dislike with no no real reason. Anthony Mackie, um, the whole management team at uh Lawrence Fish, um. <laughs> God damn, I have somebody else that I hate with a, a, a burning passion. Think about this, bro. Oh, man. It, it's somebody. I can't think of it. Oh, um, Draymond Green. So <laughs> he <don't have> <laughs> He's number one. Uh, fuck. Who else? Derek Jackson. Jackson. Damn, a third person. Mm, that's tough. Mm, Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know he in the shot. He in the new season of the show. Yeah, that's, I saw him in the trailer. Yeah. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so pissed. I definitely got Lena Waithe on that list. I don't hate Lena mm. Waithe. Um, I think she just does head ass shit. Lena Waithe, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. <laughs> and that June bug dude. <laughs> How you gonna hate the June bug dude? I don't I I still hate his face. Wait, the rapper or the, the nigga that actually be doing the, the shucking? The dude dude who be doing the shucking and job. Oh yeah, that nigga is annoying, man. I fam, I don't I'm sorry. I just I don't he's old and young at the same time. And that bothers me <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> like that is his, a good question. His clothes, his his face, it's all old. But he just shucking and jiving is young, so I'm so confused. I don't like it. Loki Jason Derulo is up there. You don't oh, like TikTok? Sh- I don't like niggas. anything about him. That nigga's corny. Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I try not to hate motherfuckers, but Lawrence, they them niggas can get it on site. I'm, I'm fucking. <laughs> I'd blow all their houses up if I could. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Um, doing well, man. Um, good. Well, it's not a good week, man. It's a horrible week, man. Horrible way to, you know, uh, start the pie. But we we gotta do it. Um, unfortunately, the rap legend, rap titan, DMX, has passed away at the age of fifty. Um, when did he pass away? On Thursday, Friday. Um, Thursday, I believe. Thursday, okay, yeah, I, I want to say it's Thursday. Um, but yeah, man. Um, before we get into the stuff around it, let's kind of unpack and just say, kind of what DMX meant mean to you. I can start if y'all want me to. Um, Go for it. Yeah, DMX, man. I think to everybody was. Yeah, it's only a, a handful of rap legends or people that you feel like are bigger than rap. DMX is one of them. You got Jay and, you know, a handful of other people. DMX is one of those people. It was like his persona was larger than rap. Like he like you can go to the street and anybody can tell you who DMX is. Um, It's like I, I hold DMX in a high regard because it's like nothing he did could be replicated. Like his voice, his cadence, his style of music, his attitude, you know, that type of shit. He was a one on one. So 
man, it was a it was a tough loss. Um, I think we lost him too soon. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I was about to cough. I don't know. I don't know if that sounded like I was about to cry. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, I was about to cough. But oh man, it was it was a, it was a rough. Uh, it was it was a tough loss. For sure. Yeah, I, I think uh, at least for myself, he had to at least been one of my first favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. Like I remember just being young and reading a. Uh, I think it was like autobiography or something. Somebody put out a book and just kind of getting a better understanding of who he was and his upbringing and really getting tapped into him as a person beyond just music um, pretty early, which was different, man. I think to hear just kind of his story, if you're in any, if anybody's even semi familiar with it, it's, uh, it's rough. Um, you know, I remember you know, well, it was, it was, it was as a kid when once that Great Depression album came out, just riding around, um, you know, with family and cousins listening to that album, and it it hit, you know. So I think from just his ability to ride the waves of life, and he he had the highs, he had the lows, um, to. To, I don't know to have been such a spiritual person and then you know his his persona you know showed or, or would have made you think he was some uh rough aggressive person when he's he seemed to be a very caring person um you know yeah we, we lost a good one for sure mm-hmm. um somebody who definitely was openly uh talked about their their battles and struggles and um yeah, man, it's going to be hard for, for everyone involved and just prayers to his family and, you know, the rap community as a whole. Yeah, most definitely, man. Like y'all said, I feel like he was one of the first rap superstars for me growing up. Like, even when I wasn't that uh, into rap like that at a, at a young age, I would hear his shit everywhere. Like, he was one of them dudes that stood out. And like y'all said, I mean, he's definitely just unique. Like he he had a style that nobody else could really do other than him. And um, yeah, man, it's it it, it sucks, but you know, um uh everybody's time comes, you know, uh it's good to know uh he's finally at peace. Um prayers out to his family, his kids, um, everybody that was in his life, man. Uh, yeah, crazy career, um, dope person. Uh, yeah, rest in peace to the legend. Yeah, man. Um, I was about to say, and I I felt good to see like all the positive. It seems like DMX knew everybody and hung out with everybody, and he did everything, bro. That was that was one of the things I took from it, like all the positive stories, like as rough of a life that DMX had and the demons that he battled, the positivity that he was able to spread and uh, be a part of like so many positive stories. It was something I took away from his passing. Um, But I think it also shows like you never know what a quick interaction or brief interaction might do to somebody. Mm hmm and the impact that it might have on somebody, you know, just even as we, even as regular everyday people, as we pass along people, you know, just try to spread the, some sort of 
positive energy, something of the sort, because you just really never know what kind of impact it might make. Yeah. And um, as we touch on this, we kind of got to touch on like the beginning because I, I feel like this is a big part of the story. Um, so we I, I want to say he passed. Let me let me look up the exact date. Was it Friday or Thursday? I think it was Friday. It was when Friday? They announced, when his family announced it, I believe. Okay. okay. So uh, when the family announced it was Friday, but Thursday it was a, a saint tweet. Um, I don't know what Saint is. Anybody got clarification who Saint who Saint is? I think that's just a media blog or music blog, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so it, it was a number of things. It was Saint tweet, who I guess referenced Lunell, who's a you know a close friend of DMX's. I don't know what type of relationship they have. Um, so combined with that, um. You know, people got the idea that DMX had passed because, I mean, there have been interviews with Lunell and DMX. Well, Lunell talking about her DMX stories and kind of telling what type of friendship they have. So then, you know, people, myself included, um, once I saw that combined with, um, I think it was Swiss Beats, did like a every change and like a notification or some shit. Um, that's when I figured I was like, damn, he really gone. And, you know, I, I was like, damn, you know, R.I.P., you know, and shit like that. Now, it came out later in the day that he wasn't dead. Um, I think his agent or somebody released the information that his family has still had him on life support. He was still fighting and, you know, try not to say R.I.P. and stuff like that. Um, First, before we get into that discussion, what do, what do y'all feel about that? The whole situation. Um, I think it's to some extent it's understandable. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't necessarily think this. Well, from a media perspective, I think you need to make sure that you're fact checking things, especially when it comes to you know somebody. Yeah. You don't want to kill off anybody prematurely. For sure. Um, from a Lunell perspective, I don't really see anything wrong i guess i don't know if i don't i don't know what the intention was behind that but yeah i think as a, as a media source you need to really do your homework and research these things but i think it's just a part of everybody wanting to be the first person to kind of break stories and this is what you get way too often mm-hmm. is stuff getting put out without being fact checked so yeah it was a mess it was definitely a mess yeah, because I, I, I remember when that happened and, you know, then it I was I felt like, yeah, damn, like, because if I'm looking at a, at a certain situation, I'm looking at Lunell, you know, we know that she has a relationship with him. We're looking at Swiss Beats. He's saying new Avi got the DMX right there. I'm like, oh, OK, this is official. Like once yeah. Swiss Beats changed the Avi, I'm like, all right, like. He passed away, but people it's, you know, it's rightfully so it's people saying, Hey, you wait for the family to do the the official announcement. You wait for TMZ to do the announcement. I don't know why people keep saying, wait for TMZ as if TMZ is some is who you want to lean on for being respectable and credible. Mm -hmm. We've seen them. We've seen TMZ be messy before. So I don't know why people are saying, wait for TMZ. Yeah, so I mean, I understand both sides. I understand that. I mean, if people, 
this outpouring of R.I.P. and stuff like that, a lot of it is just coming from love for the artists. I mean, you got the people that want the attention, I guess, that because I've seen a lot of people saying, uh, you know, these people want attention. I say Charlemagne uh, calling the people vultures, the ones that want to be the first with the, the R.I.P. post up and shit like that. And I'm I'm questioning how much of it is wanting attention versus just showing love to the to the guy just like everybody's gonna do when he passes. I will say for I can't really get I'm not I, I have no grief or anything with that regular everyday person, fan, whatever you want to call it, who saw that and then decided to use that to share RIP, share love, whatever. Because I mean that's just trying to show appreciation for mm. Someone who uh, might have impacted you, you know, you, you know, made you excited, et cetera, whatever. It's just love. Now, when it comes to like the, if this is your job, that's completely different. Okay. And then it's also like, I do understand the thing of you, you know, people want to be the first to throw up a Instagram post and when first to throw up a photo. I don't think that's the majority of the people. I'll say that much. Don't know what you think. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like if you're in media, um, if you have a medium brand or a media company, uh, you should for sure wait to see what the fuck the family has to say. Mm-hmm. And to be first, I'm going to keep it real with all you media companies or want to be media companies. No one gives a fuck if you're first. I will forget about you the next day. Mm-hmm. No, no one gives a fuck that you are first on some tragic news. It's, it's, it's going to do nothing for you. I promise you. Just wait until the family drops some official news. Because you can't just be throwing stuff out there and then you have people, you know, uh, uh, rightfully so, looking at the information and then, you know, giving RIPs while the family is still, he's a, still alive to the family. You know what I'm saying? And this mm. is just miscommunication. I couldn't even imagine that. If, if I had a loved one that was on life support, and I'm seeing all these things about them dying. And I'm like, I'm not even clued in. Like, I'm not even glued into the inner circle like that. That could fuck you up. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't know. That that shit, I feel like you. there's a responsibility when you're a, a, a media corporation to wait and, and relax. And wait till you get the full details and not jump at just every little small thing, every Instagram story or little tweet that you see. I feel like that's irresponsible, but... Yeah, it is what it is. I feel like uh, it's like a TMZ era right now. Like uh, people see like how much because like I said in the beginning, a lot of people were saying wait till the TMZ announcement. And it's because TMZ has become like this death certificate, online death certificate now in this new media era. And it's just like if TMZ don't post it, it's not official because they Mm -hmm. broke the Kobe story. They broke like so many different death stories that rocked that rocked us recently. It's, they've been broken by TMZ. So now people are seeing like, hey, if I'm first to come out, people like now the people reading it would be, hey, they're the new source. They're clued into what's going on and stuff like that. So um, unfortunately, that's what we got to deal with. Um, I'm sorry that the, you know, that the family had to deal with that. And it, it I felt shitty once, you know, once I saw that he was still alive because it was just like you never want to 
you never want to be a part of that like rest in peace when somebody's still alive fighting for their life and so it made me like kind of go back and say hey should i just waited a day or two or whatever but at that point when i saw that it kind of because i had been fighting dmx dying for like i was like he's gonna pull through it's something like he's connected with God somehow where he's going to pull through in the last second or something. But the shit had just been going on so long and it started looking bleaker and bleaker. And I'm like, Oh man. So yeah, I was just like, man, he finally gone. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's any way to change the culture to change the, how we deal with death and death announcements and giving our praise to that person. But I, I do think from a fan perspective, I know from my perspective, it was more um, showing love because DMX has meant a lot for me. And and I'm sure like everybody else meant a lot to me. Um, just growing up and just the type of person he is. And I think that a lot of that was an outpouring of love more than, hey, let me try to get engagement off of posts and stuff like that. So. Uh, but any last words on DMX and anything surrounding that situation? Nah, man, nothing too crazy. Uh, still a legend, man. So we're gonna love and miss. So, uh, yeah, rest easy, prayer. Yeah, man. Uh, like I said, we losing, we losing legends, man. I saw Black Rob was uh, he's in the hospital too. He's not looking too good. Um, I don't know what condition he has, but did anybody hear what condition he had? Nah, I didn't see. I, I just saw that. He, I didn't even watch the video. I just saw that he was looking pretty, uh, uh, pretty sick. Praise up to him. Yeah, man. I hope he makes it through whatever he's got going on. All right. Um, what else happened this week, man? Um, dang, what happened? I had a whole list too. Oh, we can kind oh. of go ahead. Oh, okay. no, I was gonna, no, I was gonna say, well, do we want to do a circle back, do a quick uh, versus recap? Uh-huh, I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, we can, man. Um, I my first my first thought is nothing about the music, but I didn't know what the lasting effects of this pandemic would be until I seen women horny for Ron Isley on the timeline. <laughs> That's when I knew what kind of effects this pandemic had, bro. Let us outside. Bro, I'll, please let motherfuckers outside, dog. Like, Ron Isley, my nigga, bro. He, he he a player. But I never thought I would see some girl or some woman on the timeline saying, I know Ron Isley can talk you through a nut. What? Okay. <laughs> She said, I know Ron Isley can talk you through a nut. I wanted to trade my phone in that day. Did you did you follow this person? No, no she was retweeted onto my timeline, bro. Dog, imagine Ron Isley talking to a woman through a nut, bro. <laughs> Come for me. <laughs> like, that sounds like a decent song. That's <laughs> <laughs> not like a baby. Oh shit, man. Yeah, but um, I, I enjoyed the verses. It was too long, but I enjoyed it. I ain't gonna lie. I did think I just fought, fell asleep. I think I fell asleep at one point. And I woke up and it was still on, and I was confused. Yeah, that shit was long as fuck, bro. Steve Harvey was injecting his bullshit ass stories every two seconds, bro. Let me tell you this, okay? Back in college, 
I had didn't have a car. So I drew I walked 18 miles. <laughs> Let me tell you how last this. <laughs> this final. And then that was before cell phones. So when I walked back to the when I walked back to the dorm, I sat there for three hours to wait for Dorothy to show back up. <laughs> Bro. And we went upstairs and we listened to that album front to back twice. And she said, Steve, can I keep this? I said, you fine. <laughs> but you ain't that fine. <laughs> Play it, D. <laughs> Play it, D. <laughs> yuck, yuck. <laughs> yuck, yuck. I, I, I call him nice because, you know. <laughs> he nice. What's your ass say? <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I really don't think it was no winners or losers in there, man. Isley Brothers, man, you know what they came to do, though. And then he slipped out that uh, that new that new uh, remix of the Kells anthem. Oh yeah, Kells definitely wrote that. But <laughs> overall, uh, man, how y'all y'all fuck with it? Yeah, man. For what I stayed around for, it was it was solid. It was solid. Definitely, uh, especially on the Easter Sunday, man. It was it was. It was it was necessary for I think everybody. For sure. It helps set a good tone for the week. For sure. Donna. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I messed with it, man. I still wish it was 420, man. That would have been a perfect 420 version. I don't understand why you wanted that for 420, bro. Man, that low key would be fire. Imagine, fam, getting lit to some Isley yeah. Brothers and Earth Wind and Fire. Boy. Yeah. September, yeah. nigga. Ah. No, that, that low key sounds a lot more enjoyable than me jumping off the couch to to Cal and Method Man. I mean, yeah, that's what I, I, I'm skipping that anyway. Y'all can listen to the Isley Brothers and the Earth Wind and Fire on that day anyway. So, are y'all tuning into that uh, Method Man shit? Absolutely uh, not. Uh I, I might I might jump in for a little bit. for for some reason. Meth is like I, I mess with Meth, but I don't know. We're, we gonna see. Yeah, Meth got like five records that I'm a, I'm a fuck with. Redman, as as much of a legend as he is, if he, they don't let him play the Rockwilder, or that's another song that I fuck with him on. Uh, the song with LL Cool J, I'm probably not gonna know any Redman songs. Yeah, I mean I, I mess with Method Man too. I just don't give a fuck about him performing some shit. I honestly don't. I like. like I don't want to go to. A, I don't want to ever go to a Method Man concert. You don't like, fuck with Ice Cream or uh, Method Man. See, okay, if, if he's gonna do that, if he's gonna do some Wu Tang shit, maybe. But I feel like that's unfair. I mean, he had solo hits. Sense. He had solo records. The shit with Mary. Yeah, he could do that one. The shit with uh, Lauren Hill. He he got some shit. I he just, got that. He can do the. He can do the Biggie. Yeah, the what? Uh, he was on the what? I mean, it's 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 unfortunate because if they hadn't done Snoop already, Snoop would have been the perfect the perfect versus. Yeah, currency versus Wiz, man. They probably they honestly Ooh. they probably should have picked somebody more. Ch- I get where they were going, but they probably should have picked something a little bit more chill. Yeah, or Larry June versus Dom. Although Dom would get him out of here. I mean, niggas are still tuning in. They definitely could have threw. They honestly, man, I wish they would. They if they would have brought Snoop and did like him and Wiz and like a young old kind of not even a verse, just like a vibe. Then that would have been perfect. Ooh, Devin the Dude versus somebody else. That would have been a that would have been fire, bro. Mm. I was I was gonna say, what if they just did like a like a chain smoker session, and they just had like 
four or five different ones in there and they just rotated through like individual songs and not even a verse it's just like a just like a like a playlist basically that's what that i'm thinking is going to happen the verses it's going to come like hard. double teams and tag teams and shit that not tag that, that would have been hard yeah but like uh, be cold though. what like doing the double team shit yeah for sure and doing like camp versus camp like i could see a cash money versus no limit versus like that would be fire i'll take that yeah and you just never know who's going to come out next so. No, nah, Loki. I don't. I don't think that would be good. What? what? I, I feel like you because I don't want. I think those camps are already too broken um, historically. Mm. And then I don't know. Depending on who they have in the room, they might not play the right songs. That's true. That's yes. where I would get nervous. I'm sorry because I don't. I'm not letting Turk pick Wayne songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like all things aside, if it was a perfect world and they were still together, like that would be fire to have a Cash Money versus No Limit. Uh, cash Money would get them out of here, but I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, um, it was a solid versus. We, I'm the next one I'm looking forward to is the SWV versus uh, Escape. I think that's the the next one coming up that I'm looking forward to. So, um. Before we get into the rest of the stories, what y'all think about that Kanye doc, man? Um, man, I've been. I think I was. I was talking to somebody about that. Niggas really need a Kanye doc, bro. Um, and I think Cootie and Chike are doing it too. It's a three parter. Um, they sold it for thirty million to Netflix, and I think it's coming this year. Yeah, I'm. I'm hyped, man. I'm. They said they followed him around for like twenty one years. Yeah, cause they did the uh, through the wire video. Shit, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. It's uh, I mean, it should be it should be good. I hope it's it's something where we get information, we get we get insight on things that we didn't know. I feel like if you have a doc and you don't get that, it's kind of pointless. Like that Travis Scott doc was <laughs> was what. It, it was a lot of information that we didn't necessarily need, or we, you didn't feel like he walked away from that knowing anything more about him. Yeah, that shit was a waste of time. So that's what I don't want here. Yeah, I feel like Kanye. Uh, one thing I, I got two things. One thing I'm giving pe- a lot of more people grace, um, since this DMX thing, and it's because we can spend all this time and I'm not saying I did this with DMX but I'm just saying this puts a lot of things in perspective like I, I spent all this time hating Kanye and calling him all types of shit and not realizing number one what he's been through and just appreciating what he was able to give us um, just as a culture society and things like that and the greatness that he was able to achieve. Now, that's not saying that I'm just going to let him do whatever the fuck he want to do. But I think that sometimes we don't uh, we don't give people grace. We don't uh, allow people to make the same mistakes that we make on a day to day basis. Mm, I mean, I think we have. I get what you're saying. 100 percent. But I feel like with him, we've done that. And he just wasn't making. Like. The regular everyday mistakes. Like he didn't just accidentally cheat or something. He was doing things and saying things that weren't beneficial or helpful to anyone besides himself for the most part. 
but I think as as fans, people, whatever you want to call us, you know, the ability to hold to yes, say yes, you are a talented musician, you've done great things, you can you've made great contributions, but still hold them accountable is important. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying I'm not I'm not uh, forgiving none of that. But I think it was a DM. It goes back to DMX too because he had a recent interview which he kind of mimicked some of the things Muhammad Ali said in the interview before. But if you see a snake, know that they're a snake. So I see Kanye. I, I know what Kanye. Yeah, I know what Kanye is. I know what type of person Kanye is. But that doesn't discount from what he gave the culture and how impactful he was to our culture at one point if you saw him in person what what slur would you would you say to his face okay <laughs> come on man what, what are we doing what are we, what are we doing man i would <laughs> respect the goat man <laughs> i wouldn't know i the thing is i i have respect for kanye the, the, the way the you musician, know, the musician, not the yeah, person. yeah. I, I just, I've lost a lot of respect for Kanye the person, and I think he's lost his mind. But I mean, this can kind of clue people into because we've we've talked about it before how the the mom thing really affected him. Um, he probably had pre existing mental instabilities. Um, I don't know. So I, I we really got to do better at giving people grace, man. Uh, myself included. And that that doesn't mean you just let people get away with whatever they want, but understand where this behavior is coming from, and sometimes just giving it a pass, like okay, this is what how, it is. How much grace are you supposed to extend when you try to do so, but then the other person isn't really looking to make improvements? I think that's when things get complicated. That's a good question. Because I, yes, you. I think you. You're able to extend it within reason, but then after a certain point, it's if you see that change behavior isn't something that's desired, um, then it's you look at it different. And at that point, you're you know what, forget you, and then you you kind of lose that ability to feel that compassion. And I feel like to some extent, that's where most some people are with him. Yeah, I mean, Kanye admittedly has been given a lot of rope because people people really like his art, just like oh, R. Kelly has been given. Rope. <laughs> uh, he's been given a lot of rope because people like him. First of all, we from the city, so you know we want one of our own to you know be on the top. Um, hey. So I still struggle with where how I want how I feel about Kanye. It's times where I want to you know. Uh, revel him as the goat, and it's times that I want to be like, I don't know that nigga, bro. Do you have that same confliction with Jabari Parker? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, man, I hope you, you know, I hope he gets to the league, man. Shout out to Jabari. Get to the league. No, he- you know what I mean. Like, stay in the league. My bad, because he just got released or some shit. Did he? Oh wow. Yeah. yeah he did. Uh, That's what happened when you're a Mormon. Damn. <laughs> hey, see, he's making all the the hot takes this this episode. But uh, wait, wait, wait! He was hooping number where number fifty. Oh, get him out of here! He's a bomb. <laughs> he was wearing number fifty three. Who's he playing for? The Kings, right? Yeah, I think uh, so. Is he still on the Kings? No, nah, he got released. Oh well. Mm. So uh, yeah, man. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to the documentary. It's the same people they did the uh, Benji doc. So I think they handle a lot of Chicago. 
uh, documentaries pretty well. They got another one that was at Cannes or some festival that did well. I think it won the, the top award. So, uh, Village People or something like that. So, uh, would you would you let somebody? Would y'all let somebody film a doc about you? Like follow you around every day for five years? Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. Do you? Uh, I said no. Why not? I don't know if I want somebody around me for five consecutive years. I feel like after a while, I'd be like, hey, man, this, this shit getting too real. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the cameras. <laughs> so, honestly, because there are certain moments where it's like you having like a breakdown or like an argument, and then you look over and you see like somebody holding a camera. <laughs> I mean, get out of here. <laughs> Cut that off. <laughs> no, nah, I think it'd be dope to see the the uh, progression though. Like it's yeah. crazy. You know what I think about sometimes that a lot of shit that you pray or a lot of stuff that you pray for that when it happens, like you don't realize it, or you you realize that that's not which how you want it to live. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm in a completely different area, space, uh, place in my life. Um, than I was a year ago, a year and a half ago, two years ago. But I don't know. I you know I really don't know how I feel about it. Like it's days where it's it's great, and it's day days that I feel like it's a better place, and it's days that I feel like it's a way worse place. You feel me? But it's good. I think to see that on film and translated on film, really put into perspective. Like these things are better, these things are worse, and overall, how how do I feel about it? Yeah, it would be solid. Yeah, so I would do it. I don't know. I think that'd be that'd be dope. Um, what else? Uh, did y'all see YouTube removed uh, Meet the Flockers? And the album got uh pulled off DSPs. Yeah, cause he uh was talking about robbing Asian people. The whole album? They put it back up though. I yeah, think I think they he, he had to update there. the verse or something. Yeah. What man? Hey, well, watch it. <laughs> watch it. What, what, what are we doing? What, what are we really doing, bro? You really gonna have me edit a fucking verse I did fucking six years ago? When did this album come out? Uh, 2015, 14. <sighs> Listen, y'all just gonna have to take that. I apologize. <laughs> I ain't editing shit. Hey, we're going to have to take you off the pod. Just take your voice off the pod. <laughs> it's just us talking and shit. I, I've, I've said it before. This this agent hate thing is very confusing to me. Is this overreaction? Uh, this? Uh, somewhat. I would agree. So, I, I think that... I don't, I don't even... I don't, I don't even remember the particular part of the verse, but... I don't think he was robbing Asians out of hate for Asians. He was just robbing people like he was robbing people. <laughs> yeah. It's the difference. <laughs> as well as that sound, that's it's, it's the truth. <laughs> yeah. He he wasn't targeting Soon Young. And he yeah, it wasn't oh, right, see. Yeah, see you flipped it on some racism. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, Oh my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I just I don't know, man. I don't I don't really get it. There's the whole thing I don't get. I mean, it, it's simple, but it's to me it's it doesn't make any sense. Like I, I I still can't understand how people are upset that these they think these people are the reason that we have this virus, and their solution is to touch them. 
basically. Yeah. yeah that seems counterproductive. That's why I'm not to, I don't kind of to that point, but not really. Um, I'm not liking how they trying to lump in all these black people videos, like this black violence videos in with like the people that are actually committing hate crimes. I'm like, none of these really seem like the person that got beat up on a train. First of all, I think they were like Mexican or something like that. Second of all, it was just a lot of people jumping on that to kind of use that in the stop this hate and stuff like that. And I don't think the black people are really doing it because they hate the, a particular, you know, race of people. It's just because obviously it was an altercation or whatever the fact may be. They were robbing them. I'm not saying that they weren't totally in the wrong, but I don't. I don't think that fits this narrative or this this circumstance. So I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. I think this song shit is a a a total overreaction, and it's some it's it's symbolic where. It doesn't need to be like it's just like this means nothing like this does nothing to solve this. Yeah, they need to. Nah, man. That shit crazy. But I don't know. I guess if that that makes people sleep better. Did he change the lyric? Yeah, he did. What did he he change it to? Uh, I think he just said robbing people houses or some shit. Hold on. I mean, because low key that shit was. Uh, I don't know what he could have changed it. To. If this is if this is what we're about to do, do we do they all have to take off any music that reference uh, being cheeky eyed? What are we saying? Because <laughs> you know what's happened. Yeah, there's definitely someone that uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, didn't cheeky have a line. I'm almost certain he did. There was de- there are definitely multiple hip hop references re- referencing being chinky eyed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so YG said in the in the the original song, I'm gonna blank out the the word, and you you should know what it says. Uh, you find a house, scope it out, find a blank neighborhood because they don't believe in bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, that's what they. That's what they. Yeah, because he was. Yeah. That's not hate. I mean, I guess your target is is they were saying that he's targeting a certain race of people. (sighs) He's robbing. What do you want? You want want somebody to have morals? (laughs) I don't know, man, but he changed it to find a find a find a neighborhood. Find a comma find a neighborhood. Trash. Yes, sir. song is trash now. What is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, it's, it's changed now on there. So, uh, I don't know, man. It, it is what it is. I mean, we all we all want to take steps to prevent this from happening. Like, let's not let's not fight these efforts to get this happening. But also at the same time, I don't want us to just be pointing out stuff willy nilly. Like from entertainment, this man is a a rapper (laughs) or like movie scenes and stuff like that. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong because we we could be wrong because when we point out certain stuff that we don't like, I'm pretty sure they do the same thing. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm opening to being wrong, but y'all fucking up like this nigga's only good album. (laughs) (laughs) This shit is damn near a classic. You can't just be going back in time just editing lyrics for for what? What is that going to do? I I really want to know who begins the who gets the outrage ball rolling and how do they pick up? How does it pick up steam? Because somebody has to start it and then eventually has to get to certain people for it to gain momentum because there's a lot of time outrageous is happens but nothing in return yeah. occurs you know what i always wonder how they got away with that is gonna own oh okay how did he get away with that what did he say he said too many f words too many bitches hmm and niggas was just cool with that. <laughs> but I mean, ah, see, and, and that's a, also a that word in hip hop is is kind of weird because it's been used so much and and people have glossed over it. I feel like that would be really hard to go back and be like, yo, if they did that. I don't, so remember, remember we were actually worried about um how X was going to perform that one song yeah but the the thing with dmx like during that time that was standard like that was in the lexicon yeah gonna drop that in 2018 (laughs) oh yeah wait wait oh oh gonna oh gonna i don't know why you said gonna and i was thinking about gutter gutter and i blanked out oh no i just stopped paying attention (laughs) i was like i don't know why he's listening to that i just stopped paying attention He asked me if I know some damn gutter gutter. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, gutter gutter pass. Niggas wasn't listening. That's how they did it. Because at first I was going to be like, yo, wasn't nobody listening to that? Then I was like, oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. No, it was gonna. Okay. Y'all know the song. Too many, too many F's, too many bitches. That's it. Uh, That okay song. But I was like, how's he getting away with this? But hey, I guess if the song is good enough, you can get away with anything. Big facts. Uh, but we gotta circle back to a story we we was talking about last week, man. Paul Pierce got fired, man. They had enough of that shit. Uh, did he deserve to be fired? Fire him anyway. You talking about like for his uh, performance? I feel well. I feel like well, I don't watch ESPN that often anymore. But I feel like he somebody said he hadn't been on for a little bit anyway. Mm. So I feel like they were already just like gonna set separate tides, and it's just made it easier. Oh, okay. Did he deserve to be fired? Yeah, I mean, because getting on live to three hundred people is sick. You don't need to be on live. Nobody who who wants to watch a Paul Pierce live. Yeah, that nigga was fooling, man. Monica, <laughs> Monica, <laughs> get you some money. You can get you some money. You need to be here. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> if you got a Disney job, you can't do that, bro. You you know you, you know what it is. So if he really got fired because of that. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, what's the clause? The horny clause, morality clause, or whatever it's called. I guess when you go, you got a Disney um, contract. You got a, it's a standards and morality clause or something yeah. like that. So, uh, yeah, he, publicly horny. <laughs> yeah, they got him out of here. Cam Soto actually offered him a job where he talks about sports with naked twerkers in the back. So uh, he might be straight, man. Man, I hope that's man because he's not. He said he wasn't married, right? No, he is. Was Pop? No, he's. I think got a divorce. Oh, for real? I saw that he was married. I ain't seen nothing about the divorce part, though. I'm. I'm guessing. I mean, 
actually, it, you got to be divorced if you're getting on live like that. Yeah. <sighs> I need to update yeah. his Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, a married man is for sure not getting on live when that activity is happening. <laughs> a nigga in a relationship is not fucking. Honestly, like, no. honestly, that might be. Uh, well, oh, maybe he, maybe he is still married. I was gonna say that is the activity of somebody who who just got divorced. Yeah, it's uh to show them that you're still having fun and shit. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he That's definitely right. did that laughing video once he got fired. <laughs> that smile, that pounce out smile. Man, he was smiling through the hurt. Man, that's the greatest laughing. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. <laughs> Yo, that's that's really that's really when like you you're sitting through your decisions and the hangovers kicking in. <laughs> oh man, I just messed up. I fucked up. <laughs> oh shit, man. Little Paul, man. Hey, man. Prayers for prayers for Paul, man. Um, prayers down. <laughs> prayers down. Are y'all keeping women warm uh, via text messages? Here? Keeping them warm? Yeah. I saw a video. Um, this one woman was like, she no longer responds to text messages from men, like while she's in a dating status, because what men would do. Is text them back and forth and have conversations with no real intention of taking them seriously or dating them just to keep them warm, just in case they want to deal with them at a certain point. Oh. So she doesn't want to have conversations? Not meaningless conversations, unless it's about action. She wants to, you know, what's what's the call to action here? Like, are you going to take me out? What, what's, what's happening here? Hey, I, I ain't gonna lie. C strikes me as a kid. <laughs> no, you know what? I thought of C and I was like, hey man, that's a good C. That is C's boop. Uh, <laughs> I think like she must have been setup. fucking with C. <laughs> I feel like this is a setup. He <laughs> said C strikes me as a setup. <laughs> I feel like this is a setup. Hey man, C, what you think about this, man? Yeah, what is. <laughs> What's your thoughts uh, on this? Defend it. Uh, defend it. <laughs> um, I mean, if that's what she feels, that's cool with her. I don't. I don't do. Do I believe that there are individuals who use it as a tactic to keep some sort of interest? Probably, hundred percent. I wouldn't say no. Do I think that it should be looked at as like I don't. I don't know. Man. I'm not trying to the only time that we converse is if we were to be face to face and having these deep intimate talks that's mm-hmm. just not that's just not me sometimes you want to have that casual regular lighthearted conversation just to kind of get some energy feed it i mean even if you don't know the person a little bit after you get to know them or you go out with them a couple of times you are able to kind of build a rapport so you can start sharing jokes you don't want to share jokes on them via text like what's going on here Okay. Okay. No, no, I understand that, man. I feel like with that though, I can only do one at a time. Yeah. What do you mean one at a time? Like I could only do that with one person. Like it's hard for me to do that with multiple people. Like people that I'm like uh, interested in, maybe uh, I don't know, dating for real. Yeah, my energy runs low very quickly in texting. When when do you realize that you want to date somebody for real? What, what at what point? 
See, that's I don't. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. You mean like exclusively? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I guess when you, uh, 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 there's really know. no. I'm just, I'm just wondering, like how how when do you get to a point where it's like, oh, this is somebody that like what is it? Is it a is it a feeling? Is it a sign? Is it what I, is I, that thing? I think it's a mixture of both. Like it's just like you 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 feel like it's a future with this person, and you you feel like you you can build towards something with them. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's just you get that feeling like uh, I could, I want to do this, and also you get that feeling of I, if you started talking to somebody else, that would really. Like fuck me up. So it's know? like a, it's, it's. I mean, because I don't know if that's a good reason though. I, it's it's not. I, I feel like that's not the main reason, but it's one of the factors. Where so okay, so this this is one thing that I always wonder. If you are uh, casually dating, which means you could be entertaining one, two, three, however many people. Mm-hmm. How are how is somebody able to? To try to figure out that okay, I'm I'm only want to be all in on this one person. Uh, I, I think it's the feeling though. I feel yeah. I feel like because it's like you feel like damn, I'm I see myself being really invested in this one person. But because and this is this is just the way I see it. If I like all four of you equally, <laughs> and I choose. Because I feel like it's it's you you more than likely you probably all like them all equally or one has a little bit more than the other. Cool. Mm-hmm. But and if I choose this one person, what stops somebody from consistently wondering about the other persons and what it might have been like if they were chose the other persons or to be like, you know what? I got options. Like it's, it hasn't been that long. I can always go back. I don't like that one. <laughs> you might have to break that down like I'm five. <laughs> no, no. See, the thing I think the problem with that is I don't think anyone likes four different people equally. I feel like that, that there's no way. I feel like you in your mind, you have a system of who would you out of all those four, who would you rather spend time to if you know if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like who's that one? I feel like there's a, even a ranking system. Like okay, uh, even okay, maybe maybe it's not four, but I feel like you can have two who are very close, e- equal. Yeah, and I think that's what she's saying by keeping them warm. Like if you feel like this other girl is stronger, you're gonna continue to have this conversation with this this woman and kind of entertain her while you see what you're gonna do with this other chick. Right, let's let's just be real. It's not going anywhere. I don't care what she says. It's not going nowhere. It's not stopping. So she can shut up. Oh my god! <laughs> my game is my game. I'm just. I'm listen. I'm, let's just be honest here. This whole keeping them warm thing is it's something that both parties do, and it's regular. Some some people might say it as keep them warm. I mean, okay. So if you. Yes, I, those random casual meaningless conversations, depending on the person could be texting it with the intention of, you know, this is some interest, but not like my full interest, but this will still keep you like on my bumper. Men and women do it. 
Mm-hmm. It, it happens. If you don't want that for yourself, then the best way to prevent that from happening is not for you to say, don't text me with meaningless conversation. It's you get a text, you assess the situation and you choose not to respond. Don't respond. No, that, that's what she was saying. She, 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 so she doesn't respond to, to like meaningless shit. I mean, but I, I mean, that's, that's it. Again, that's your personal preference. And if that's what you feel is best for you, do it. But I don't know. Cause then you're going to, that when you say stuff like that, you know it's instantly gonna be the goalposts are gonna start moving. Like some dude you're not really into, but you're open to getting to know. If he texts you, you're gonna ignore it. But if some dude who you really like texts you something that's quote unquote meaningless, you still might engage. It's not something that's concrete. But yeah, yeah, we we gotta take it just like we'll take something from Derek Jackson. Like I just thought it was interesting on like how she set up the scenario because I think we've all kept somebody warm, whether it's male or female, um, not us, male or female, but I'm saying like all in, in the world have done it. Um, but have you, have you intentionally tried not to? Yes. Have you I have, I've, I've had it? situations where it's been two that I felt bogus for doing like bogus for, you know, just having to entertain or just tired out from having to do it. So I just say, I break it off with one of them. Or fall back. You just fall back and you just you don't really text them like that. Yeah. No Cause I feel like it's, it's not fair for me to do that and keep entertaining them. Um, not fair to the person I'm really seriously want and not fair to them to kind of keep stringing them along as like a plan B type thing. What if you don't even have a plan A? What if they would if that's there? You're just your only. So you're saying that you, you, so what, what are you asking? Like I have no plan B, C, D. This person is my only plan. They may or may not know it, but then they decide to they take what I'm texting as keeping warm. Mm. Oh well, I mean that's that's where y'all gotta have a conversation. Like it, if she feels like y'all just having meaningless conversation, that that's a that's a different factor that y'all need to kind of work out. Um, I mean y'all y'all both either she needs to know your intentions or something. A conversation needs to be had there where she understands that you are who I'm coming after, or you're who I'm pursuing. And I'll be so, I'm so tired of hearing talking about you gotta have intention. <laughs> hey, that's what the thirties come with, bro. You gotta you gotta be intentional, man. Yeah, <laughs> I want. All right, what are you, I'm, fam? We about to start doubling down. I knew because I don't don't see. That's the tough stuff I hate. I hate when people ask questions and they want you to have the answers, but they don't want to give you their answers. Don't ask me one sided questions. What are your intentions here? <laughs> yeah, damn. Hey, man. Hey, I'm listen. I'm, 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 you gotta I'm know. It's like it's like. When somebody brings up a situation, it's like, so what are we going to do here? What do you have? You, you're bringing it up. You share with me what you got first. Don't just ask me and expect me to respond. Mm, okay. Hey, hey, low key. We, yeah, we asking women their intentions uh, uh, this year, man. What's your like, intentions with me? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's <laughs> you mean? <laughs> we, we should, it's, it's not just a one sided thing. You got to know. We should be able to get some understanding of what's going on here. I ain't, I ain't trying to be hurt again, so let me know. <laughs> I feel like they're gonna answer confidently, and niggas just gonna be thrown off. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you, you got all this planned? 
shit. Let me let me come up with my shit. Because <laughs> in retrospect, we we see it's a lot of like, oh, what are your intentions? And now we over here stumbling and bumbling over words, trying to figure out a combination that sounds good. And yet they may not be sure about what they want at all, but yet we supposed to have a plan. We gotta fix that. I agree. Hey, we might have to get a pulpit in front of this nigga seats, man. <laughs> preaching right now. This nigga be preaching on Sunday. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Are, um, are we upset with Hubert Davis being proud of his white wife? It was weird and confusing. Oh I don't understand what he can. Why he continued to to drop that in there. Yes. So for those who don't know, uh, University of North Carolina got a new basketball coach. Uh, y'all may know him. I mean, he was on ESPN for a little minute, um, covering the games and shit. Uh, Hubert Davis or Hubie Davis, however you want to say his name. Um, he got a, he had a press conference last week where I guess a race question was asked, like how significant does race play into like? uh, Well, he was he's the first black head coach of North Carolina basketball, Mm -hmm. and maybe. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong here. The only the third black coach in North Carolina in history. I don't know. I could be wrong on that last part, but they were just making talking about the significance of this hire and kind of what it meant. Yeah, and his answer was pretty good until he got to a, a random part where he's like, uh, he's proud that he's black and he's proud that his wife is white, which is. Is that a, are we upset with that or is it just weird or how do we feel about that? It's 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 weird. It's it's super weird and it's it doesn't make sense. Nobody's saying that I don't I don't know. It's like a weird reason to yes, yeah, he should be excited that this is yeah, you're the first you're the first black coach of the program, of course. But to sprinkle in I'm proud of my white wife as if you feel that her being white is I don't I don't I don't even know what he thought that was. It's just confusing. It's it's confusing. Yeah, it felt like a uh nigga uh that got into the country club and he wasn't trying to get kicked out by security or some shit. Hey my wife is white. Hey, hey, she's white. White kids all that. I don't it it, it was hella unnecessary. That shit I don't know what he was trying to get across. He should have just ended it, yeah. This is a big thing and, and I'm proud to, you know, be the first. And it's weird because it, it it came as if he was trying to I don't want to say diminish, but like somewhat diminish the I don't know, the the, the notoriety or the significance. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on the word, but kind of the, the the feat that it was to become the first black head coach there mm-hmm. by sprinkling in, oh, my wife is white. I have mixed kids. Like, yeah. What, yeah, I see what is you're that, saying. It's almost as if he was trying to minimalize it to some extent, as if it was too much for him. Yeah, yeah. That that's exactly um kind of in line with how I feel. He was uh, diminishing the significance of him being black. Like I'm uh I don't see color. Like it, it shouldn't be around the color. My wife is white. <laughs> like I I and I, I'm not hey, be proud of your white girl. Like it's fine. Like I'm not white woman. I I'm I don't want to disrespect his wife. Um but 
it just it just was misplaced and weird and strange and like I don't know, man. You got to say that for the bunny talk group, me, bro. Like the way he the way he was saying it was like it was it was it was uh, like it was scripted because he said it twice in two different interviews, but the same way both times. Yeah. So no, that's that that's lame, man. God damn it! That was hyped about his hire. Yeah, man. You a UNC fuck fan, man? With a white woman. Yeah, he he definitely gonna have his white his white woman on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, we ain't getting no one duns. <laughs> Straight senior fucking oh god. Okay, right. Yeah, I might get some Aaron Gordons. No, he's, he's 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 only recruiting all mulattoes. <laughs> you got a half drop recruiting rule. <laughs> proud that he got a white mama and a black daddy. <laughs> Come on, you 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 think you think two Negroes could breed something? Like this? <laughs> Bro, if you say breed, I'm like, <laughs> look at this strong man, broad shoulders. <laughs> look at this caramel killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hey Huey man, I'm rooting for you, but man, this was this was weird. <laughs> this was weird, man. Um, it's <laughs> cornball behavior, for sure, for sure. Hey, hey um, oh, you, oh my bad, I was just about to ask you. I know we did a recap earlier. Um, y'all, anybody going to friend date this week? Mm, here we go. No friend date. No. Yeah, I know what you're talking about though. <laughs> Y'all didn't see um, how they were discussing. Well, I don't. First off, that one dude didn't. He wants more than friendship, so that was kind of sad. Yes, he does. And it's understandable because Shorty is bad. Yeah. Oh, so, so dude took his friend out on a on a like a expensive ass date. Yeah, like they well, both got said, dressed he up. He said, "Let's shit. Norm- normalize dressing up for friendship dates." Okay, that's insane. All right, <laughs> dude had on like a, a a blazer with a vest. You didn't see that. You didn't see they were hugging and laughing. I I think I saw. Was it her post of it when she was like, <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like she was sunning this nigga. Yeah, she <laughs> called that nigga buddy old pal. Oh, yeah, bro, I started like, throwing yeah, don't, up immediately. Don't do that to me. Because <laughs> clearly, if I'm putting on a fucking suit. For your shit, and it's just you and me one on one. Do y'all do friendship dates? Fuck no. Fuck. What the fuck? Be a real okay, friend okay. and give me some. Ah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, <I didn't... laughs> oh. There you go. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> never mind, man. Oh man, you see how you tried to suppress it? Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a white person trying to hold in the N word. <laughs> After a certain point, it just it just comes out of nowhere. You know what I mean, though, man. If I'm if we really like, what are we doing here, bro? Like, it's not a date if we hanging out as friends. Yes, I hang out with friends all the time. It, it could be whatever sex. Um, but I'm not setting it up as a friendship date. If you're setting it up as a friendship date, you want that person. Okay. So you do them, but you don't call them that. Yeah, I hang out with friends one on one. Go out and get a drink or whatever. In the foot. Yeah. So what is is the issue with calling them that or what? Yeah, I think getting dressed up to go on an official friendship date. Like it's it's not that. I'm not getting dressed up in a suit to go out with my friend. You would. 
No, I wouldn't. I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Required you to put on a suit, huh? It is just, it's just me and her. Yeah. What are we doing? I wouldn't. I'd be like, no, I'm good on that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not going to a a fucking just me and you one on one, and I have to put on a suit. I'm so, it, nah, so it's, it's the clothes. I mean, listen. I think the concept overall is. It makes sense. Like Are I'm you? not saying I'm not saying let's normalize first. I'm not trying to dress up for anything. Mm. But I do understand that if you do something with somebody I mean, I guess you can call it a date. I mean all right. I feel like calling it a date's not that bad, but it's I and I damn, I don't wanna I don't wanna do this though. Right, so are y'all paying? For them, yeah, depends uh, on what we get. If it's just a drink or something, I pay multiple times for like if I'm out with one of my homegirls or some shit, mm, and okay. you know we get some drinks. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna pay. Now we talking? Okay, now we talking. All right, so 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 okay, okay, okay. What would really make it a date for real? That shit seemed like a date that they were doing. <laughs> They having photo shoots beforehand. Like, that's just too much, bro. No, that's not too I mean, okay, so. Oh, see, he's been in some French ah, days. Yeah. That's, that's what this is coming from. He's trying to defend this shit, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it, seems, it seems regular. That's not regular, bro. Just to keep it warm. Just to keep it warm. A cyclopedia, boy. The dressing up part is very irregular. But the action of just linking up with a friend to do something is it's regular. No, is all I'm saying. Yeah, that is regular. But I feel like I don't know, man. Like fam was touching her back. I mean, because I've I've done gone to outings with just another female friend that we just kick it in and then we go about our day. I mean, sometimes you pay separate, sometimes so one person gets you you might swap you know you get it this time I'll take care of it next time or you pay individually just kind of depends on the mood you know you might be feeling like oh you know what I, I cover this or let them cover it the next time I think it's easier that way but I don't know I, I, I think it's the picks too like if you're going out with your boy you know what I'm saying <laughs> You 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 not taking these double <laughs> seven poses? You not- <laughs> Y'all back to back? <laughs> you ain't doing all that. So it's, it's just this. No, this is different, man. It's different. It, it's it's really just the fact that he said that we we got to dress up for. It. But also, he's saying you're like, it like like it's not normal already. Okay, so okay, here's the thing. I think with him in this situation, it's he's saying it as if <clears throat> friends don't do these things. Like friends don't spend time. Basically, he's just saying spend time with people. Yes, like, it's, it's really weird that he's trying to put this deep Twitter spin on it. Talking about normalized friendship dates, like friends just don't hang out. He, bro, can we all agree that he wants her? Okay, let's let me read his. I could definitely make that assumption. Okay, he so wants that girl. This is this is what he put under it. Um, the lack of respect you guys have for women is very telling in these comments, fellas. A lot of guys are saying this is an L. LOL. Like, bro, are y'all not single by choice? 
Then he said, let me clarify. She's not married. And fellas, why y'all thinking y'all landing these jokes? Y'all showing women on your time. Okay. Showing women on timeline that you don't know how to act around attractive women. You carry yourself different when you know you got it and sex isn't always safe. What? Oh, he wants her. He wants her. Come on. That's clear to say right there. I'm not going to lie. Somebody <laughs> somebody got into a super sicko bag and zoomed in on his crotch. <laughs> That's what I saw in <laughs> I, I just want to get off this now, bro. <laughs> I don't think the young master agrees. <laughs> that shit is insane. Uh. <laughs> but no, no, this dude clearly wants it. You, he, he, I, I get it, bro. Just, just say that you like it, fam. That's I'm not, even, I'm mad. Saying, I'm not even mad at the picks. I'm not. I'm not mad at. I'm just mad at him thinking he's being deep and insightful. And even the picks, like if you just want to get some uh, some picks with a, a fire ass woman off on the gram, you know, I don't know, I don't know what the intentions were, but that that ain't it, bro. Getting called buddy old pal on the, the on the gram and shit Sickening. like that, bro. That's you got to be a very sick man to do that willingly. <laughs> you do, and actually. I, I, I I uh backtrack of what I said earlier. I feel like it is a thing calling it a date. I feel like if you're calling it a date, it's something different. When the last when did your last friendship date? Oh, you saying if you call it a, a date is different? Yeah, the, okay, yeah, that's okay, what okay. I'm saying. Like I feel like if you, I feel like if I'm just hanging with a friend of the opposite sex and we grab a drink, I don't look at it as a date. I hang it. I it's think of hanging. it as a we get a drink. Yeah, I mean, but sure. they could call they could call it as such, and they technically wouldn't be wrong. No, if they did, I would. If if I was a dude on the other, on the opposite end, trying what? to talk to her, and she told oh. me that she was out on a date and was really with just a nigga that she's friends with, I would be upset. Like, what are you? No, trying no, no, to no. Try so say, game? say you go out with somebody, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're going on this friend date." You wouldn't really trip. Oh yeah, I mean, if you put the friend in there, I guess that's something women would do. I ain't doing that. No, I'm you saying know? yeah, I'm that's, I'm that's all I'm saying. It's them saying friend date is pretty regular and pr- probably you wouldn't you wouldn't flip on it. Is all I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, no, I wouldn't care about that. Okay. I don't do friend dates, man. Like I just have never been on a friend date. I've hung out with friends and gone to get a it's, drink. So you know, it's whatever. the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah, but I'm not. We're not setting it up like that. And you, I don't. Have you ever set it up like that? Like no. what? It's, this I is a friend date. I haven't, but it is basically the same thing. It is, but that's what I think. That's where the disconnect is coming from. Him setting it up as a friend, uh, as a friend date. It's it's French fries to hash browns. I guess so, man. But when the intentions are there and you see the intentions are there, that's why we're calling it out. Like, bro, nah, this ain't no friend date. This is you. You want her to be more than a friend date. But it's it was also he was trying to act deep. I don't like that. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Cornball. Hey, y'all fuck with Muski? I mean, yeah, y'all fuck with Muski the track song. Uh, I don't fuck with the song, but Koi Larray was in the video. Come so on, I man. watched. What'd you think about the video? <laughs> uh, I thought it was all right. It wasn't really nothing too crazy. Are y'all upset that uh, he didn't play City Boy J in the video? Listen, Ooh. I'm glad that you asked this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm so glad that you asked because I've been. I, I got my opinion on this. <laughs> Listen, see, you never, you never heard of City Boy J before. Nah, watch a City Boy J video. It's on uh, he's, TikTok. He's he's pretty much the one that kind of got the song popping because he did like a TikTok dance to it. Yeah. Um. Here's my thing, bro. All right, so you got my song popping. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. throw you some cash. I, I would low-key throw, if, if someone got my shit popping, I'll throw them some cash. But this is my first major video. If I don't want a nigga twerking and fucking some Daisy Dukes in my video, I feel like I should be good. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is my first video. I had a different vision for this. My vision for my first big video and not have a nigga in Daisy Dukes going nuts. It's it just that's, that wasn't my vision, bro. I thought that bro, the it was a it was a Jamaican credit. <laughs> <The> credits. <laughs> hey, bro, but it was a Jamaican theme. You know he could have had him doing this little thing, doing this thing in the back, bro. Man, what would that not, thing be? <laughs> he, you know, he be doing the little joints. I don't know nothing. I'm sorry, it's just not what I envisioned, bro. Not for, not for my video, bro. I might do a fan made video <laughs> later. And then you can get your shine with it. But nah, come on, dog. <laughs> hey man. I'm 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 torn because I mean we did the same thing with the Doja shit. We we asked the question, should they uh cause she did put the girl in the video, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the say so challenge. Um I don't know. I, I do think that you should you know, big up the people that got you there because without City Boy J, I don't know if this song gets as big as it gets, and that's that's just a fact. No, that's fact. So, I mean, just to big him up, being in the video is not no big thing. I, I understand, like it, you can tell him, like, hey, bro, like the shit that he be wearing, like on the TikToks, and sh- like the shit that he wore on the original TikTok, it, it absolutely no way you're wearing that in the video. <laughs> How you tell him that? Yeah. <laughs> it's my video. <laughs> what you mean? That was like some wild west suspenders, hey, like frontless also, suspenders. Here's, here's, here's the solution, right? You 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 include them in the video, and then you just don't put that part in the video. No, why would you do that? That's bogus. So hey, he's gonna call you out anyway. <laughs> like, hey, bro, I was there. They they deliberately cut my part. <laughs> <laughs> Going ham and he just sees none of his scenes. <laughs> you, know, like... you know they're gonna throw a watch party. Oh. A watch party just to throw throw up YouTube and oh hell yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be asking for the Snyder cut. Hey man, but like that's what it is, man. Um. This dude doing this dance, because I can see if it was a different type of video, like if he was going around shooting niggas, like it was be like, where's the place for uh, City Boy J in this video? But it was like a reggae dance hall type joint. He could have easily thrown him up in there, bro. Uh, listen, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm just putting myself in them, in them shoes. I I just got to. He didn't know what he was, was going to be throwing, so he didn't want to throw him in <laughs> 
So I don't know. I think he just got to look past that, bro. Like, and this nigga don't dress like this every day, bro. Like, you can easily be like, "Hey, bro, where's like some fishnet joints or some shit?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> see, no, see, no, 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 see, fam, I'm sorry, that's not happening. <laughs> what? In my first major video, I, I, I don't want to be worrying about if this nigga gonna come through with the shorts or the fishnet. <laughs> And where are we going to place this nigga? Like, no, nah, fam. I don't want to think about that shit. It's my first video. Bruh, as wild as that seems, that's better than this outfit he was wearing on the TikTok, bro. Man, let me watch this TikTok. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Bro, the outfit is... I don't even know how to describe what he was wearing, bro. Man, that shit is nuts. And I don't want that in my face. What? 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 It was like a frontless girdle. What? I don't even know what the fuck it was. So yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's why I'm like, hey, bro. Uh, but I do think, hey, man, creators need to be bigged up, man. And I don't know if Muski ever bigged him up for helping him out. But I mean, I see. No, I don't. I don't even really see why he didn't put him in a video. I think he should have put him in a video, man. Look, I, I would. I would have definitely bigged him up. Definitely threw him some cash if I could. Um, okay, okay, okay. What if they don't see that as a contribution? Shit, fuck off, man. You did a TikTok. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you think you are. <laughs> to get, like, listen, if you're not going to accept this money, fine. Do another TikTok then, bro. Maybe that artist will help you Because honestly, it's like, what if you think you didn't make another song blow? Yeah. And it's, it's not like I forced you to make a TikTok to my song. You did it for a reason. The song had to inspire you somehow. So, fuck. I mean, but I can see if that was if it was if it was an established artist. Muski is a a relatively unknown artist, and this song don't even go crazy like that. Like, this is not a song that would have popped without this this dance. He owes his money and his success to this man, City Boy J alone. But it's like, what? All right, so what all do you do? What do you it, want? It, it, the it, it, video would have been the easy solution. Just I thank mean, you for making this song pop. Here you are. This is one of the people behind the success of this song. I, I, I feel that, man. I, I just, I also. Did he want to be in the video? Yeah. For what? Yeah, okay. I guess. Yeah, he was upset. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was pretty <laughs> upset. I just don't want artists to have to compromise their vision to, to include them in the, in the video if they don't want to. I mean, what vision did this nigga had? He had Coyle Ray in the video. Hey, she ain't. It sound like my vision. <laughs> Yo, we are, okay. What you need? You need. I mean, we gonna have to have an intervention. You got Coy? Come on, what you need? It's a reggae party. That shit sound lit. Maybe I don't want my man or like fucking throwing thighs. Hey man, all right, <laughs> all right, man. Hey, shout out City Boy J, man. You, you, um, um, a visionary. All right, man. Don't. He a visionary. He <laughs> is. Hey man, he did he made a great dance, man. Salute him. And a, a visionary. And a friend to the uh Brazy Bunch podcast, man. Yeah, uh, of course. Why are you throwing out these titles? No, nah, for real. If he made a video to the uh like a Brazy Bunch podcast theme or some shit. That's what I was thinking too during the week. Like, seeds, bro. What can we do to make like get you to sing like a uh Brazy Bunch theme song or something? <laughs> 
Nah, I'd do it. Like in the beginning of every joint. <laughs> like like some some dope shit, bro. We we gonna talk like about a, it. I needed like a um like a Martin theme song beat. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the bus. Welcome to That's what we need, bro. We we always got like this little smooth music playing, but we gotta have like a little theme song. But we're gonna think about it, bro. Um did y'all see that Chloe shit? Yeah. What's going on with that? I don't I'm so confused on what's going on with that. Uh, I think a unedited photo of her somehow got online. I don't know if she dropped it or somebody else dropped it. And once it dropped, she was trying to get her lawyers, I think Kim's lawyers, were trying to get it removed from the internet, scrubbed, like it never dropped. And then she dropped this long-ass fucking like five paragraphs talking about how she battles with body trauma and she likes to edit things and it's, you know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with that. And that's it. Yeah. Are you going to give her some grace or what? Are you going to clown her? I'm not. Fuck her. Yeah. I'm not trying to clown her, but it was just like, y'all started that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they are the reason behind everybody trying to look like a Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I also think I, for some reason, heard that her grandma posted the video. What? And that's how they got out because her grandma just put up a picture of her. Oh, uh, uh, I see that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about Chloe. And then she tries to like post a video of her showing how her body really looks like, and it's like fuck out of here. Just, just not. wasn't that video edited too? Most likely. Yeah, I've seen somebody talking about it was edited. It was like a glitch or some shit. So I don't know. I didn't want to spend too much time. I, I, I just didn't know what it was about. So. It's honestly it's your fault. So yeah. I won't feel bad for you. Yeah, I'm, so. fuck about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, we're going to add a beep. We're going to add the beep. All right. Really appreciate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> but um, did y'all see that Intel is making an automatic bleep software? Speaking of bleeps, for like uh, Twitch, Twitch streamers, Intel. Oh, no. They're making a what? Like a, a filter. So when like it has like different options like n-word option, xenophobia and racism option, um who's who's supposed to initiate that? What do you mean? Like does the the streamer initiate that or Yeah, so the 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 streamer has this loaded onto his computer or whatever it is and the filter, the Intel filter filters it out. So if they feel like they about to get hella like racist, they could turn the filter on and it starts beeping their words so they won't get, you know, won't get in trouble. Okay, that's pointless. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like even if you like like what are you doing? I'm you can gonna, still say the word; it'll just bleep it, and they'll know what everything. You're everything is just gonna turn into, you know, guess the guess the hate word. Yeah, yeah. You can turn n word on and off. Like it's wild. Like y'all gotta see the page. <laughs> y'all gotta see the filter page. Like has like xenophobia, misogyny, racism. Like if I feel like being kind of misogynist, <laughs> you could turn that on. And yeah, it's it's wild, bro. Uh, but I gotta see this shit in action, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna see what comes. You're streaming, yeah. It's just start letting slurs fly. <laughs> start getting hella shit off. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, is it time for us to collectively stop making fun of a uh, CTE man? Mm. Yeah, uh, 
I'm guilty of it myself, but I, I saw myself. I saw when the B March video came out. You know, uh, B March, Shadow Shosinko, all of them have a, a podcast slash show called uh, what is it? The Athletes. I am athlete. I yeah, am athlete. I am athlete. Um, and they were having an argument where Brandon Marshall was clearly wrong, arguing about um NBA guaranteed contracts. He said that all NBA players don't have M- guaranteed contracts, when in fact that is wrong. He's not totally wrong. Like one or two have like a two way contract, or one or two had nine guaranteed deals. But yeah. it's it's get mostly ninety nine. It is. Yeah, he said only four players on the team have guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, Anybody else can be cut without any repercussion. Yeah, so that he was like mostly wrong. Um, but like when the video dropped, it became a meme. And a lot of people were saying his CTE is acting up or his CTA is real loud or stuff like that. And I've said we've all joked about this numerous times. Oh, this isn't going where I thought it was. No, nah, uh, well, we can take it where you thought it was going to go in a second. But um, I had to come to myself and say, is it time for us to really stop joking about players having traumatic brain injuries? See, I'm going to say no. And the only reason is like because I, I believe nine out of 10 of us are able to differentiate between real CTE and just crazy behavior. And, and, and that sympathy portion is still there. Like this is this is just somebody who chose to be very loud and very wrong. And to say oh man the CT must be kicking in it's just like we know that you're you seem to be in good health you're just so wrong and so so absurd that something has to be hindering your your judgment and your thoughts so i think we're we're able to kind of differentiate between when to use it seriously and when not to yeah, I I mean I just see things like uh, y'all know it was a shooting. Um, guy shot five people, including himself. Um, or did he kill himself, or did he get apprehended? Uh, I do believe he killed himself. Yeah. So a uh, former NFL player um, killed five people, and they are researching his brain. Black dude researching his brain for you know any type of signs of CTE or any type of signs of trauma stuff like that. So um, I'm like going back and it was like, this shit is real. Like, and I understand that, you know, we making fun of it because I've done it too. Like, it's just like, but I then asked myself, this shit day, like, we don't have to live with that. They have to live day to day. I saw another video of this guy limping, like everywhere he walked, he had to limp. I don't know what the name of the guy, uh, but his wife put the video out and said, these are the realities of a former NFL player. Uh, I love him, so I'll deal with it. But just so you guys know, this is what we have to deal with every day. And while CT like CT is the fun, like the you know not fun, but you know it's, <laughs> it's it's the it's the little jokingly thing that we do or we say. These guys are really living with this traumatic brain injuries that cause them to be erratic, cause them to have memory loss, all types of stuff. And anytime that they do or say anything crazy, that's the first thing we go to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like. Should we curve that? Is is what I'm is what I'm asking. 
yeah, I know what you're saying. That is, uh, yeah, is it? I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the more we see of it, the more the more effects we see from this. I, I feel like it will eventually get taken a little bit more seriously. I think we just it's it's still fairly new in a sense. But okay, but but you would say you both would agree that we take it serious now. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. To I mean to a certain extent. And I don't want to be conspiracy brother, but I feel like the NFL is is like kind of pushing this like where it's not taking that serious. Well, I think I think the I I think and, and you guys can you know say what you want, but I think the average everyday person who hears of CTE and maybe even sees or hears with somebody who knows somebody who is going through with it is definitely concerned and worried and sympathetic to it. Yeah. But how, like if we, if we're sympathetic to it, like if I'm sympathetic to a a child with cancer, I'm not going to make a a joke about it. So it's like sensitivities. Make a joke about about them or about cancer about in children with cancer or anything like that or like a you know mental disabilities whatever i'm sensitive to or whatever i'm sympathetic to depending on my sensitivity to the subject <coughs> my bad to the subject i'm not gonna make a joke about certain things mm-hmm. so cte for some reason we we can be or we can say we're sympathetic to it but we're not sensitive enough to the subject where we won't joke about it or play around with it when they say something or do something that we deem as quote unquote crazy or wild. Uh, because honestly, under you wouldn't joke about a, a child with cancer under any circumstances, right? And that's what I was going to say. I don't know because I feel like there are people who joke about anything. Like, I don't I don't know if there's anything that's un unjokable. I I think CTE is a little bit more jokable just because of it affects a certain type of people. And, okay, I, and, I, I, and this and, type of people are football players who some could assume that maybe they have money or they have some type of uh, notoriety that it makes it a little bit easier. Like these are grown men. Compared to you know children or something like that, it's, it's 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 a little bit different. You know what? Now that you say that, this is what I think it is, and this this is probably only a small part. I feel like, as you were saying, these are grown men who made the decision. These individuals chose to they chose a profession where they run their heads and bodies into other grown men for years and years and years, and know and understand the harm that they're putting themselves into. So this isn't something that I guess people view as um, what uh, you got dealt a, dealt a bad hand. You took a risk and you knew that there were going to be risks behind your actions. And I think that portion of it changes things a little bit. Mm. Yeah. But I kind of compare that to drug dealing. Like we can we know like people know that there are risks behind selling drugs. But Mm -hmm. this is the only thing that I can do to make money or they believe like this is the way that I can take care of my family. So they're willing to take those risks. And 
playing sports and stuff like that is even better because this, the risks don't include going to jail. Um, now you may not be thinking about the long term risk, and I'm not saying that this is like super serious and we need to bash people that you know make fun of it and stuff. But I'm just saying there's something to put in the air. Like j- how how serious is should we take joking about a traumatic brain injury that can cause people to go off the rails and do shit like this and kill five people and kill themselves. If that was the case, honestly, we wouldn't be able to laugh about anything if we treated everything like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a question worth asking. Um, because I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just see it in myself because, you know, we dropped a GZ CTE it's the world and shit like that, you know, and it's funny. Um, but I don't know. It's just when you, I think as we grow and we have more conversations on the pod and just in life in general, you start to evaluate the things that you do and how they make sense in the grand scheme of things. And are you practicing the the best, the best situation or practicing what you're preaching and stuff like that. I ain't gonna lie. These CTA jokes gonna fly. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I just, it just came up while I was watching that. Uh, I think they do have good conversations from time to time, but you can see the, the impact on them as well. Like little things. Like, what do you mean? Like the brain injury stuff, like he, people, sometimes they say they can't remember stuff, or they they feel like they can't think of like the word that they're you know thinking. You mean so, them on there? Yeah, them on there. Them on there. But okay, are, are we jumping to conclusions to assume that? It, no, I'm not saying that they have CTE. I'm just saying that traumatic, like pounding your head against another human, they have effects from it, and it's visible. Well, okay, so that, that's, say, that is what I'm saying. Are we jumping to conclusions to assume that that's an effect of what their profession was? Because that happens to, to me all the time. I do I'll think forget. I do think that some of that is due to the profession. I'm not saying that they're losing words and, you know, they can't think of certain stuff because of their profession, but it can, it can hamper it down, or it can extremely uh you know i mean i don't know that's just stuff that happens to everybody on a on a daily basis who never did that you just forget a word mid-sentence you forget what you were just thinking you go downstairs and forget what you came down there for it happens yeah but in more it's it's more prevalent in nfl players and people that do i mean i guess i'm referring to what you're seeing how you're basing it from what you see yeah, yeah. No, you you can say that. I'm just saying that that's that's what I I view, uh, and it's just like, um, I don't know. It's just it's scary, and that's why I kind of came up with this thing. Like, damn, am I joking about something that's like serious for real, for real? And their conversation about it as well kind of put that in perspective as well. So, I don't know. It's it's something to think about and talk about. Um. Y'all see Diddy tweet about the corporations needing to pay um, their money towards like black these black media um, outlets for like advertisement dollars and stuff like that. I didn't read fully what it was about. Yes. Um, so salute, man. Listen, you think Diddy? Oh, okay, so it's two parts to it. Um, so just to explain it. Diddy, um, you know, he has revolt. And he says that these corporations, instead of doing like the whole message, we stand with black creators and we do all that, they need to start investing this money with the black 
media outlets like a revolt or like, you know, centric or whoever, you know, who else. Um, and people got on Diddy because they were like, Diddy, you don't even pay niggas. Like, so is Diddy the wrong messenger for this? Um, I mean, it depends on how you look at he didn't pay niggas. Mm-hmm. Like, did he not pay niggas or is that the music business? And that's just how it goes when you sign an artist. That's a good question. Doing what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone does it. Is it a good thing? Nah. But I mean, I, I feel like that's a music business. I feel like what he's doing, what he's saying right now, it needs to be said. Um, I, I mean, know. no, there's no, it's, is there any such thing as a, for, for what I think what people want to see, there's no such thing as a good contract in music. The only way there would be a good contract is the artist gets to keep everything. They get paid and they get that label a little bit of money just for helping them out. Yeah, and that would never happen. <laughs> yeah. Even Chloe Haley in the 360. <laughs> so y'all know how this shit going. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know. Um Breakfast Club kind of broke it down a little bit, made it easier to understand. Um I think that when people are coming to Revolt, because they, they were talking about how like Revolt offered like DJ Envy a couple little shows and stuff like that, and the budget just wasn't there. So it's just like why that's how these companies don't grow because the budget when they see revolt they see diddy and they like diddy got all this money but he ref- he's being cheap and stuff like that they don't understand revolt is like a startup down there and you know it, it d- just doesn't have that budget but one thing i was thinking i'm like at some point diddy gotta put forth that money and see where it goes if they get good if they if Diddy willingly say, hey, this would be a great show idea. We don't have the budget with Revolt to do it, but I believe so much in it. I'm going to push my money into it. I'm going to invest my money into it. And they start getting good programming. I guarantee you Revolt would go up. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. We, we don't, he, he could be doing that. He I could know. be putting his own money into that. And it it's still may not be enough. Yeah, but I don't know. It just seems like a lot of people have said Revolt has been coming with shitty ass uh, budgets, and I'm just like, some at some point somebody got to take this gamble. Okay, but we have to just be. I mean, <clears throat> there are different tiers of networks. Like WCIU isn't like ABC. Mm-hmm. Revolt isn't BET MTV. Like it doesn't have the backing and everything that it's it's honestly I don't even no one knows what channel Revolt is on. Revolt has four shows. But at best. one time MTV was Revolt. What? At one time MTV when MTV first started, nobody really uh, except for angsty teens watch MTV. Right? So and now MTV is reality show like it has it's a but big corporation. It didn't, it didn't happen overnight. No, and that's what I'm saying. To happen, it it has to have people buy into it, right? And I think with time, you just need time. You have to allow things to grow on their own. I don't think throwing more money into it is is necessarily the answer. And I feel like it's just the wrong. Unfortunately, it's just the wrong time. Like when, when did. When did revolt kind of start? I, I was assume maybe maybe fifteen years ago. Uh, I, don't, it was I, don't a while ago. I don't think it's been that long. 
Uh, it started in 2013. Oh, man. So, God damn. So it's only been, what, eight years? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and it's just, what is TV now? TV is not, it's just not really, like, networks is not really the thing, especially if you're only eight years into the game. We've transitioned from the internet to to to, to streaming services being the new, you know, television channels. Like, it's just, I, I feel like it was just bad, not bad timing on his part, because I, I, don't, I don't think he could have saw where television would go, but it's just, I, I don't see how Revolt grows into that when we're kind of moving away from, you know, being a network. And the first thing to do, you have to make it accessible. I remember, remember, the, like, during the early phase, there was a really long time when everyone couldn't have that channel. And I think now everybody doesn't have cable or particular type of cable who might not have the channel. <clears throat> if it's not accessible to everybody, of course, you're not going to have really people listening and tapped in. But also if people aren't really paying attention to <clears throat> live television, everybody kind of wants to be able to control it. They wait and they binge they're on their apps or whatever. Yeah. Like Donald was saying, that setup isn't conducive to where things are going and headed. I think their content though is is conducive. Like if if you ever sat and like watch, I don't know if you just had Revolt in the background. All they play is like Breakfast Club, <laughs> like random shit to be on the internet. If they set up a system where, like, it's like a go to, like uh, what you talking about, like Netflix and all that, something like that. I feel like that can be successful where they have their own shows that they produce. That would I I feel like that would work. I still think Revolt can work. They just have to change the strategy. And I think their programming, these black networks, the programming has to be better. BET, everybody remembers their golden age of programming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess my thing is I don't I don't think them throwing more money into it. They just have to make better, like you're saying, programming decisions. Yeah, I think that that's going to have to come with the the money, man. I, I think that, I mean, uh, you, of course you can make some low budget ass, like, great shows. I'm, I'm, I don't feel like the budget on College Hill or the budget on uh, Hell Date was that expensive. You just got, you know, little shit. But I, I don't know. You just, you got to have I mean, those network what, shows, too. Because it's, it's what, what do they want to be? Because how many music shows do you want at once? Well, you don't. You don't have to center it just about like music shows. It, I mean, it could that could be the basics of it. MTV is the music network, but they have uh, Jersey Shore and Real World and all that shit, and has nothing to do with music. Um, it's just you know that's the starting point. This is Revolt. We you know we are the music network or whatever, black music network. And now where are you going to take it from there? BET, same thing. Black entertainment. That, that was focused more on black entertainment, but I'm just going from like VH1 and like MTV and stuff like that. I mean, I guess I, to, to a point, those were different times as well. I mean, and but I, you just got to take that blueprint though, to be successful. Those are successful cable programs. Yeah. So it, I think just, to say it, those were different times, so they were able to be more um, music focused. Revolt came out during a time where there was more than MTV, which started as music, is no longer leading with music. So for them to make that 
distinctive choice to lead with everything music based for the most part from from a program perspective seems intentional. Yeah. And I, I don't know, that kind of speaks to something I would assume. Yeah, I just see all this music programming out now, and I'm like, it's a gold mine of music programming from Tour Best Tales. You got Noisy on Vice. You got um, what else? D- different little shows on Vice, from like the Action Bronson show to uh, Two Chains, Most Expensive is. Uh, you got it's so many. Uh, you got the show on Netflix, the Hip Hop Uncensored or whatever it's called, uh, t- Hip Hop Tales or whatever it's called. So so many things that you can bring to this network if you just had the budget to pull it in. It's like I'm sure Two Chains, if Revolt came to him with the bag, would be like I'm putting most expensive this on exclusively on Revolt. And so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if the programming comes, then that's what we need. So, I don't know. I don't want to stay on it too long. We've been on this for a minute. But uh, any final thoughts on that before we move on? No. All right. Um, do y'all want The Rock to run for president? Uh, absolutely Probably not. Yeah. I'm, I'm just glad we all in agreement. I f- have y'all watched, have y'all seen The Young Rock show? Oh, you couldn't pay me to watch that. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually tuned in, bro. And it's one big ass political ad, bro. It's like this nigga's actually advertising running for the president on a network ta- uh, television show. Are you serious? Dead ass. He's running for president in the show, but it's kind of like a real life type of like a um, I'm going to bring it to uh, fruition type thing. Oh, this nigga. Man, nah, bro, please. The only way I want him to run is if he includes Vin Diesel and Tyrese. <laughs> yeah. Tyrese in any fucking political <laughs> position is. would be insane. Imagine Secretary of State Tyrese. No. Black Tyrese. Tyrese, Tyrese would have to be over education. <laughs> oh, my God. Please, no. Yeah, so, I mean, the show isn't super horrible. It's watchable, but it's like super like clean cut, corny, that type of shit. So I think he's really trying to run for for president out here. Um, did y'all see the Soldier Boy Jewels at uh, Tory Tory Lanez was beefing this week? <laughs> yeah, I've seen a little bit. They beefing about babes. Yeah, uh, Soldier said that he started the babe wave. True or false? False. false. Yeah, I know for sure. For me, that's false. I I, I think to me. Wayne was the first person I seen with Bape that made me like, all right, I got a cop song. I don't even remember Soldier Boy wearing Bape. I thought a nigga always had Youngs. I think he had he Bape's in that song. I got me some bathing ape. Oh, oh yeah, he did. He, he did. did say that shit. He did. He did. Are y'all serious? He did. I mean, I remember, but I don't. I don't correlate that with Soldier. Damn. Oh, I mean, wait, no. hold on. Well, Donut Dona seems to be in shock right now. No, no, no. Because I remember that song. So now I'm starting to think. Who was first? When did that song come out? It was, Early. It was 2006, 2007. Ooh, this might be close. That was oh, like early, early soldier. It's not. I forgot. It's really about not that. close. When did when did Hustler music come out? When did when did oh, uh, oh five? Oh five. All right, all right, so never mind. And but also it's even before then. I think you would have to give it to somebody before Wayne. I saw it with Wayne. 
Well, Wayne was the one to me who made it seem. I think the clips had it before, but I wasn't really caring about what they was wearing, to be honest. Yeah, Jules when, Joel threw his hat in the ring too, saying that he was like one of the first two. Was he before? And I kind that's kind of believable because Wayne kind of got his style from Dipset during that period. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think I remember Joel's Wayne paid though. So I don't know, but the the shit was hilarious because you know how soldier get. <laughs> he said that nigga Joel's teeth fell out of his mouth. He better pipe down. <laughs> and then Tory, I don't know where Tory came out, but I think Tory said that he he saw Wayne with it first. And Soldier said he'll shoot the hairline off Tory Lanez <laughs> and his cap ass be shooting women and shit. So he <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did that nigga come back? He was like, hey, just got off the phone with Tory. We good. <laughs> Stop tripping. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Soldier hilarious, man. He got a um he just got a record deal off that new song he got though. Uh that uh, oh my Draco, she make it, she make it clap, clap, clap. Man, yeah. if I hear that song one more goddamn time, <laughs> niggas really killing it on this TikTok shit. Yeah, man. Dude, how much? How deep into TikTok are you? Because it sounds like you're deep and you're you're very invested. See, I scroll TikTok from time to time. I'm not gonna lie, because and I don't even really follow anyone. They just kind of know what I'm interested in. Man, that sounds like. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> Sounds like a dark, dark place. <laughs> they know exactly what I what I'm looking for, but yeah, I scroll it from time to time. See, I can't even find myself scrolling it. Like, I get the little notifications when a uh, buddy ass posted. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Trey, Trey, uh, Trey Rags. Yeah. But outside of that, I don't, I really never scroll it unless something comes on my timeline and I gotta say, yeah, bro, it. got a real out in too. But he get a little out of pocket. Yeah, he getting wild. That 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 Batman shit was nuts. Yeah, what's your son What's your son Wait till nighttime, baby. <laughs> that shit was nuts. That shit was like, I ain't gonna take me two minutes. <laughs> yeah, he gotta watch himself, bro. He's, <laughs> he's getting to that level where they're gonna come at him. But at, at a certain point, do you think it's just better just to not give a fuck? Or do you think that, like, no matter how much you don't give a fuck, like, you can, you, they can get you out of here? You, real, real talk is honestly how it depends on how big he wants to take this. Yeah. If he's fine with just being on TikTok, not giving a fuck is, is perfect. If he wants to make like a career out of it, yeah, that's when it's gonna get a little <laughs> it's gonna get a little tricky. Yeah, because he's uh I mean he's joked about something we were just talking about is unjokeable child cancer. He was joking about one of those on his TikTok too. So it's just like, yeah, he I think he just doesn't care. Um Charlemagne said Memphis has the best rappers right now. Facts or cap? They no, have Dolph, Glock, Pooh Shiesty, Big Scar, Big 30, Money Bag, Duke Deuce. Best? I mean... That's, that's cap, man. I think you at that point, you just have to look at who's more active. That's just what it becomes. Who got the best rappers? What city? I think Atlanta still got it, bro. Yeah, I think you would have to go Atlanta. Who Atlanta got right now? You got... Active rappers right now. Uh, Future, mm-hmm. the baby, yeah, baby. To I some know. extent, they would they would say Dirk. 
No, no, they can't, they can't have dirt. <laughs> you, you, you know they would claim dirt. No, they can't claim no, they dirt. Can't I'm sorry. That. No, I'm just telling you what they would say. They got Gunner. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with uh, Atlanta, but Memphis, Memphis got a strong argument. No, what's the name? Um, Yo Gotti's team is 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 crazy. Yeah, it, it's low key getting up there with uh, QC. Well, QC, well, we talking about what QC is now or QC at its height? I'm talking, yeah, just just QC right now. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, okay, I can see that. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even mention Yo Gotti and uh, what's the other guy's name? Memphis. Uh, no, the Black Youngs. Black Youngs. Yeah, Black Youngs. Uh, so yeah, I don't I don't I didn't know what y'all thought about that. Speaking of Atlanta rappers, man, uh, Rich Homie Quan might be back, man. Really? Yeah, he dropped that uh daily bread or whatever. He I think he just got out of his deal, so he he back dropping songs. Um, but he just had a sold out concert. Man, I'm hoping I'm, I'm looking for what he got coming up next, man. Because I always felt like Rich Homie Quan was more talented than people gave him credit for. I'm really trying to think. Why did we turn on him? Or why did people turn on him? Oh. Uh... I think he just couldn't. He had a whole record deal situation. The thing with Thug got kind of murky, um, and then people just went with Thug. Because I don't know, was there even like a real divide between him and Thug, or us like the fans, like like people choosing sides? No, because I don't. I don't ever remember people like yeah, I'm I'm more choosing sides. I can't. I just it just seemed like it just all happened quick. I, I think that one chose to stay visible while the other one kind of went away. Yeah. It's just, they just wasn't out. Like, Rich Homie, he stopped dropping music for a while. And then when he did drop music, he would just drop it and kind of, he, he, he wasn't just out there. He was kind of just doing shit and disappearing. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I feel like that, that was more for the uh, record. Um, the label situation, so I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens now. But like I said, I, I really always thought he was more talented. The people gave him credit for. It. Um, so we'll we'll see how that works. Uh, Quavo was rapping about repossessing the Bentley that uh Sweetie gave him. I mean, he gave Sweetie. So I don't, uh, is that true or not? Um, apparently not. Yeah, because Sweetie did like a skit where she had the Bentley keys in her hand. Look! Look at him! Ooh. Look at him! Look at him! Living rent free in her mind. Ooh. So hey, I, I'm glad. I'm glad uh, Quavo's rapping about it though. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's Cap or not, I, I feel like Culture Three might be the one. Hey, that's what Axe said. Axe said they got a classic on the way. So, I don't know how much you trust Act, but I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Every snippet that I've heard so far has sounded insane. So maybe if they just limit the songs, please don't give me a, another 21 album. I, I, please, please don't do that. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, what's your standard tip, man? Pause. This is a good question. You said what's our what? Standard tip. Standard tip. What's the standard tip? Do you do percentage? Do you do a certain amount? One uh, one lady said her standard tip is 10 to 15 dollars, no matter how much the bill is. See, no, I don't do that. Uh, I, I think that's percent. Yeah, Wait, I think my standard is twenty percent. Eighteen, twenty percent. Sometimes. Yeah. I never tip lower than twenty. 
Yeah. How how do you when how do you determine when to tip? What do you mean? Like, what does somebody have to do to do something that's worth that's tip worthy? If you bring food to my table, you get a tip. Or are you so talking about you, like Uber drivers and shit? No, because so say you go, you play, you order food, you place it for pickup, you go to pay, and you you, you pay when you get there, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Do you want to give a tip? Oh, I always give them a dollar. Why? Because they did nothing but bring me out my food. I mean, so they 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 did they basically just did their job. I guess that's weird because there are instances where I kind of don't know if I should tip or not. Yeah, especially when they have that little tip sign, that that tip thing, <laughs> and you're just literally just giving me my food. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I I'm no, I'm gonna just give you the money for the meal, please. Yeah, it's sometimes <laughs> it will be sometimes I do that, but now I got in the habit of at least doing a dollar, especially if they're friendly. Um, but yeah, I'm only giving you a tip if you're coming back, like you're waiting on me. What What if you're at a um, you're at a food place? Uh, you're getting your food and you get like a beer or something, or you get a drink. Yeah, they just make it right there. Boom, boom. I tip you. you it's like a bartender. Uh, if did, they're getting you a can drink. Uh, ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, okay, let's do both. Say they just give you a beer with your drink, and it's a it's a can or a um a bottle. I get conflicted. Depending on how much it is, like I, I'm gonna tip, but depending on, if it's like an expensive drink or something like that, I tip you five dollars. If it's just like a, a can of like Miller Lite or some shit, I'm giving you a dollar, two dollars. I see. I I feel conflicted to even have to do that. Nah, because I'm, I'm there's really dollar. not much that went into that. Yeah, if you giving me a can with my with my meal, I don't I even have a meal. Like I just like say you just go. And you go to kill some time. You get a beer and you just kind of sit at the bar. No food, just beer. You just opened it. Mm. Those in those moments, I feel conflicted to. And and those are usually the instances where if you tip, if you get more than one, then it's like okay, I can justify a tip here. But if I get one, maybe two, and all you did was open this top, I get conflicted on. <laughs> What what should I morally do here? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I just think now that we're on a tips topic, I think that everybody should work in uh the service industry at one point in their life. I don't care if they said teenage years or what, because I think it's super embarrassing when people don't tip, bro. Like even if the service is very unless this person is an asshole. Okay. I've, okay, it's it's why do you feel so passionate about tip? They should tip. Everybody should tip. Because I, I worked at a restaurant at one point and I saw how much work it is to have to balance and juggle different tables and be like polite and, you know, wait on people. And they just dicks. So, OK, I guess I'm going. Do we feel that the importance of a tip is because it's necessary to. Um, offset the wage show appreciation for their services or it's you know how important and imperative if it, it is to like you were saying offset the, the wages I think it's a little bit of both like I was making like four dollars an hour or some shit but that's not on them but they have to understand that that 
that's part of it too. <laughs> like, okay, so, so if you were if you were making fifteen dollars an hour, mm-hmm. would that those, those tip? Would you expect a tip, or would you expect that tip more or the same or less, knowing that this extra? They shouldn't feel the pressure of knowing that you probably aren't getting enough per hour, and this is what you kind of need to make sure that you're good. I think it would be less. I think that um, be- because if everybody was under understanding that that's how much I was making, of course, it probably if you like the service tip or whatever. But now I'm not relying on tips to survive. Because I don't. If, I probably wouldn't just keep tipping if <laughs> I knew that you were good and. You I'm knew my financial shit was stable. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no way I'm just gonna be like, "Oh wow, they were so nice. Let me give them ten dollars." No, I'm, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, I don't know. It's always it's always up to personal preference, but yeah, I just know just that taught me a lot. Just being in that because I used to just be like super cheap. I, it, part because I was a broke nigga, but second is <laughs> it was just like because i just never understood it when i was growing up i saw people around me doing 10 percent or whatever and i thought that was just a standard i didn't know any different but 20 percent is not much different and it's just like you know that kind of offsets them making four dollars an hour but okay but you also have to consider do people got it to tip and that's when i go to if you don't have a tip i don't i don't i don't think you should be going out to eat and not buying something and leaving, Dang because that's part of that's really. part of the that's part of the what's name. It's the service and experience. And if you don't have money for a service or experience, you okay, just don't they, buy it. They they need to make sure that they have enough to tip a certain percent. Because you, if you just say just tip, they can put five on a hundred dollar meal. <laughs> that's when you take the knives out. <laughs> You gotta start moving furniture and shit. So I don't know, man. I, I just feel like niggas just tip twenty percent, bro. It's not that hard, or t- more. I'm not gonna limit you to that, but hey, man. It sometimes here, it sometimes is very hard, depending on the service. Yeah, if the service is trash, then hey, you do what you gotta do. I, I'm not knocking no, somebody. I mean, for, like if it's very minimal. Oh, okay, yeah. Like what's what's your moral gauge of? Okay, this is enough service to me to justify a real tip or a tip at all. If you come two or three, if you come to my table two or three times, then that's the standard. Like, you know, all right, you getting you getting your you getting your. Break. Does it depend? Does it depend on what you order? Yeah, I mean, if I order like some, like I got a five uh, course meal or something like that, it's gonna be different because then like that's a lot say, of stuff going into it. Yo, let me just get some French fries and. Okay, so like, I, what I do the other the other week I went, I got like some fries, some tenders, and like some mozzarella sticks. Like, are they not really going crazy back there? They just dropping it in and pulling it out. So I felt I was confused on how much I should tip. I mean, it, if you get fries, mozzarella sticks, and something else, it's gonna be like three dollars. Like twenty percent of that is like a dollar. Not even, not even but that. Like, but you know, they just dropped it. It wasn't like let me prepare, prepare this. Yeah. Oh no, it's it's hard. <laughs> that shit funny as hell. This nigga sees thinking about the <laughs> these niggas just robbing in this. <laughs> you really going crazy. Dude. Yeah, so I don't know. Just do the percentage, and I think niggas will be good. Uh, y'all got any other? I got some quick hitters, but unless y'all got another one. Oh, okay. This is um, this is a random question, and and please feel free to be honest. Have y'all ever? Falling out with your woman 
Yes. But then you but then you like you work it out and then you go to their house like for the first time after a couple weeks, couple months. And something they have wasn't there before. Now you have to wonder how they got oh, it. Oh, this is dark. Oh, my God. Oh, my nigga. This is dark. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this is dark. Oh, oh, oh boy. Yes. <laughs> and the thing is, you want to ask, but you know you can't. So now you're just trying to, like, catch little hints and clues or glimpses of, of how you can get your answers. Bruh. I'm a... <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> you that you you he said oh Lord. <laughs> no that's happened that's happened I was like and I I know exactly what I did like I was just looking at this shit like I right, I right, it is I I know what the fuck is going on <laughs> <laughs> just, you know what fuck it fuck it fuck it did you like ask around it like hey what what, what is this. <laughs> No, no, no. What I did was I made like a little slight, you know, a slight bullshit joke. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I made a joke about it to let her know, like, yeah, I, I see the shit and I, I know what's happening. Mm. But I still ain't, you know what I'm saying? But when you joke like that, you still don't get the answer you want. <laughs> <laughs> you had the smile mask on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I remember one time I showed up and they were watching something on HBO. And I was confused. I was like, nah, you ain't you didn't have the HBO app before. <laughs> like, where did this access come from? Cause I feel like if it was yours, you would have shared the password by now. So that makes me think it's not. But you mid show, so I, I can't see whose name was on the login. So now I'm confused as we sit here and watch the wire. I think what's worse than that is when like you 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 know you done with a chick or whatever not done with a chick but y'all 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 finished um and you come back y'all y'all still cool so you come back and you making jokes like you still like her so you making jokes about like her love life and shit and then she actually like serious and answering serious or joking back with you oh no no, no. I wouldn't I would never do that oh my god I'm oh. not I'm not I'm not I'm not built for a tough. <laughs> man, that shit. Cause you think like you about to get some flash shit of like, but they actually answer like, yeah, he did it. I'm like, oh, hold on. <laughs> that's, honestly, the risk, the risk is not worth the reward. Oh man. That, yeah. I think that might be worse than anything, but, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I ain't never, I don't think I've ever dealt with that situation. It seems dark as fuck though. It's very dark. Yeah, so I, I see. It was a fucking. It was a grinder. Ooh. Oh man, and they got a smoker. Ooh, cause you know they were vibing. Oh man. Ooh, that would hurt. That's the worst. That's the worst. Like, At oh, that point, you just you just hoping for the worst for the best that they say they just bought it. Yeah. <laughs> now would you? Not gonna ask though, cause if, I don't want to know the answer for real. Because. It, <sighs> Sometimes, Sometimes you gotta ask, or, or you just gotta you gotta throw out the soft lob for your own sanity. I don't want that Especially image in my head. Something that you're gonna continuously see, and and you know they're gonna keep using it. Do they gotta get rid of it? Nah, no. I, was, I was using that shit more than that. <laughs> 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 that shit became my problem. <laughs> yeah, you, you at best you have to just try to reclaim. What, what what it was? I had a pause to that. By the way, you can't say her grinder became your grinder. <laughs> That's how the nigga said out that. I niggas just let that go. 
Hey man, uh, this is a wild transition, but did, y- did y'all hear about that earthquake that threw uh, Sherry Shepard out the bed naked? Honestly, that's a, 100% the reason I don't sleep like that. <laughs> that's my biggest, something just goes wrong. Honestly, my biggest fear is somebody breaks in. Oh, Sherry Shepard. <laughs> yeah, she she came on Instagram. She said it was an earthquake and threw her out the bed naked, bro. I'm glad she had though. Did she put on clothes before she did this? What do you mean? Oh, before she did the interview? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like some um, after IG type shit. That shit was nuts. Guess uh, what, y'all? <laughs> my dirty rice is everywhere. <laughs> Was that her with the dirty rice? Yeah, I, I think, think so. that was her. Yeah, they met her husband because she made some good dirty rice or something. <laughs> 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 Who made this dirty rice? Somebody put that. <laughs> um, do y'all put y'all condiments in the refrigerator? Let's settle this debate. No, it's certain certain um, certain condiments. I put mustard in my refrigerator. I don't put ketchup. I don't understand. I can't eat no warm ass ketchup, bro. Bro, no, you you eat. Oh, no, I feel like I feel like it throws it off. Yeah, I don't want I don't want hot food with cold condiment. Yeah. Now it just it tastes imperfect. Un- un- it tastes unpure. I don't like barbecue sauce in the refrigerator, but ketchup, mustard, relish, uh, you know, of course, like salad dressing. I don't think anybody keeps salad dressing now. No, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be nuts. Warm salad dressing. <laughs> um. Yeah, what uh, mayo? What about mayo? I don't do mayo. No, that kid. I I do like a chipotle mayo, and I keep that in the fridge. Okay, <laughs> I was about to say I'm not eating more mayo either. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's certain ones that do go in the fridge. Like I can understand relish going in there, um, <sighs> but like yeah, barbecue sauce, nah, ketchup, I keep, nah. Um, you gotta be a sick person that like cold barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's insane. <laughs> Oh shit! Imagine Imagine somebody coming over. Your ribs just always taste cold. (laughs) Hey man, you got some cold barbecue? (laughs) (laughs) Like nigga, what? (laughs) Oh, this, oh, this the Jack Daniels guy. Okay. (laughs) Actually, I think we kept our Captain Curry's in the refrigerator when I was little. Like so, yeah. My, my mom still be like having some barbecue sauce in the fridge. I don't understand that shit. Yeah, I hate it because then you gotta like take it and let it like get room temp first before you use it. <laughs> yeah. Did y'all know uh, Natasha Bedingfield had ass like that? I, I didn't. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I thought she thought uh-huh. as fuck, bro. What are you saying? Oh, don't you? Uh, how's uh your Milky May preparation coming? Wait, my this what? is a thing. Yeah, he said he was, he was doing all milk dates in, in May. I did not say that. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't lie to the listeners. Even though that sounds like some shit I would think about. <laughs> I never say that. Hubert Davis, your mentor. <laughs> man, I actually had to think. Like, did I say some crazy shit? <laughs> Milky May. Milk, <laughs> Milky Madness. Yo, I'm, I'm dead ass, so I'm back on the I'm back on the apps, man. I'm back on the apps. It's time. It's your first man. week back, or are you, you coming back this week? I'm coming back this week, man. I'm ready. What, what, which uh, where are you taking your talents? See, and that's the thing, man. I feel like it's. I need I need this. 
I need to be able Calm to down, get back to that. <laughs> Calm down, brother. Calm down, brother. I need this. Nigga needed a win, bro. No, I meant it. I meant it in the way of like. I feel like I lost my my ability to date, like my ability to pick out dope spots, my knowledge of dope spots. I feel like I fall. I, I feel like I like hit a fall off. Mm-hmm. So now, like getting back in the game, now I feel like I could uncover some new spots. You know what I'm saying? Kind of get my shit up. You know what I'm saying? So when the right one comes around. I got shit lined up that I know mm. fuck with. You know what I mean? So are you dating for you or are you trying to find a one? I mean, I'm tr- I'm trying to it's I feel like my mission right now, y'all y'all know this, is to find that fiance. Mm-hmm. So Shawty I mean it, my fiance. <laughs> and, and I'm not gonna find her on the first date. You know what I'm saying? You gotta date multiples to, you know, do what you gotta do. But I'm 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 getting warmed up. I'm getting warmed up. I'm gonna go on some warm up dates. You know okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What you think about one night wifey? Hmm. You think you're squeezing that in or you too old for that? That's a very good question. Am I doing the <sighs> one hitter quitters? I don't know if I'm doing that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. All right. So what do you define as a one night? Is it we meet that night and then we do it and then I, I never talk to them again. No, it could be you could stretch it out. Pause. Yeah, you could it could be y'all y'all do the small talk on the, y'all can talk on the app, small talk, and then turns into one thing and nothing else more. Uh so I never like what what do you mean? Like I just keep messing with it? No, you just just you guys just never talk again. Yeah, once you once you smash it's over with. So uh, y'all y'all talking on the apps. Once y'all meet up, y'all y'all end up smashing, and that's it. Oh, okay. Uh, we too old for that? No, I don't. I I don't think we're too old for that. I don't know how many of that is happening. Yeah, I do, or is happening. I mean, I mean, it really depends on you though. So I mean, you I, would I do it. it. I I would do it, but I mean, that's not what I'm looking for though. I mean, at that point, it's kind of just like you got to look at it different. Like it, it was just two people who enjoy the enjoy the day, mm. and you know this is how it concluded. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I, I people be making me seem like a scumbag for saying that, but it just like if niggas was willing, like it's consent, and niggas wanted to do that. What what's the big issue with that? I mean, as long as it's if that's not your intention, if that's your intention going into it, then I guess I can understand that. But if that's not your intention going into it, and that's just kind of what occurs, yeah, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Because I feel like that's never my intention. If I'm going, if I want to go out on a date with you, I I would hope that I would get that feeling of wanting to see you again. But if I don't, and we just do that and we never speak I mean that definitely happens like cause you gotta think about it especially if this happens this will probably happen in the earlier stages so you don't yeah. you're not really invested you don't really know that person so you can't feel like you lost out on something that's true that's what I'm saying cut it off now I'll never speak it 
So, I mean, at least if, if it goes that way, you both can walk away from it and have with positive comments of the other person. There's nothing negative. Mm. Unless that shit was trash. Mm. Oh, well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Kalani came out as a lesbian. Are we surprised? Don't ask. I don't. Surprised. What are you doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. So she's fully. What? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> she says that she was. Uh, I guess she's fully lesbian, and she has been. She feels guilty for being straight passing. I guess. Does she? Damn. So, so did, did this just come, or was she hiding the whole time and trying to convince people that she? <laughs> I, 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 I'm just trying to understand the story. Um, it's really no story. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to miss misspeak it. So she says, uh, "I have a lot of privilege." I think the art of. Wait, let me see. I think a lot of artists who we talk about and they say, "Oh, they had to come out or they had to do this." A lot of them can't hide it. A lot of it is very much how they present. It's tougher from the for them. It's tougher for trans artists. It's tougher for black gay men. It's tougher for black masculine gay women. So I guess she feels guilty that she's able to pass as a, a straight woman because she she was able to hide her being a lesbian. But she came out as clear <laughs> years ago. So I don't. I guess I'm confused. I mean, I don't care at the end. But I guess that's the confusing part because yeah. you, you've been a, you've been said something. Yeah, she said it says that Kalani came out on Twitter in 2018, but told the magazine that she never felt the need to do so in her private life. I didn't I didn't really have to come out in my private life. I don't walk down the street and people look at me and go, oh, I bet she's queer uh, or, oh, I bet she's into women or anything like that because of the way I present. So I guess she's saying because of how she looks, people wouldn't. Assume that she likes women. Mm-hmm. I, I I think she just likes coming out. Maybe she just <laughs> she, like she likes the event of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she likes the event. It, it, it's like a probate to her. Yeah, like this is a, a, a new way for me to get that love again. Like, oh man, because it, it probably got stale. Especially it got a little bit confusing when she had that baby. Yeah, okay. I, I I don't want to, <laughs> but we need some answers there too. But well, that's another that's another show. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, we running a little bit short, so uh, I definitely want to hit this though. Uh, anybody watch Cameron's Drink Champs interview? I did. part of it. I did. Did we learn anything interesting from it? Uh. It was a it, it was a couple stories in there that um that was pretty interesting that <laughs> that uh Lawrence Fishburne uh was that Lawrence that Lawrence Fishburne story yeah what happened um, to Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> he was, I, I guess he doesn't like to be called Larry and, and this nigga was in the airport <laughs> and one of uh, one of Cam's guys must have. Uh, Told the other guy like, yeah, he don't like to be called Larry, so <laughs> he started yell- yelling Larry at him, <laughs> and he came over and started like he was pissed, like he wanted to fight them niggas. And I guess <laughs> later down the line, uh, I don't know if Cam saw him or something like that. No, no, Lawrence Fishburne was talking to somebody. And he said Cam was like one of his favorite artists or whatever. Oh shit! And it was, 
Yeah, it was funny. Years later, he wanted <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne wanted to fight them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Lawrence Fishburne. See, did you see anything that was interesting? Uh, I was trying to think. Not as far as I got. Yeah, so he had a bunch of stories. Yeah, I just saw the case slay one that Sony clipped it. I saw. But yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't as chaotic as I thought it was gonna be. Okay. So it's yeah. just really long. I will say Cam's the perfect guest because he doesn't let Nori interrupt. Interrupt. Like <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, no, hey, yo, hey, shut the fuck up. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hate that because he was still trying to do it in this one, but for some go ahead, reason, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> for some reason, Cam wasn't drinking, so that really made it like Cam was on point. Yeah. So he wasn't like getting I can understand how if you're drinking you could easily let this nigga cut you off and forget what the fuck you was talking about like two minutes later. Yeah. Okay. Uh so I guess we'll do quick hitters before we get into music real fast. Um Lil Wayne and Thug in the studio. Are we happy about that? Excited? That's Ooh, decent. What's gonna come from that? Yeah, I, I Wayne never and Thug? Yeah, I never thought that would happen, but salute. Yeah. Uh, Boosie said you gotta come home to get real love. Is that true? Game said you gotta die to receive proper love after the DMX thing. Uh, it depends. I guess it depends on who it is. Why is that yeah. a thing? Do y'all do y'all really believe it? Somewhat. I, I, I believe it for some for certain people definitely. When when you're not in that, people. yeah. I mean, if if you're not in the limelight if you're not the central focus of someone's day for the most part or life you know it's you can easily forget the contributions they made you know okay uh i, I know i mean i know y'all hype for the uh game of thrones prequel series are y'all hype for the uh medea prequel series coming to showtime I'm not watching a second of that. <laughs> so what? What? What plan? What? I thought we were all tired of like slavery shows. Wait, it's gonna be a slavery show? I would assume so. They're, they're doing a Medea prequel. Man, that shit ain't gonna be in slavery. How old you think she is? <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm like, wait, it's slaves in this shit? <laughs> Man, this nigga thought about slavery times for the Medea. <laughs> What the hell that's that? <laughs> what <are> you say? This is shit. Yeah, man, I'm not. Yeah. He got to stop. I thought Madea was dead. I thought this Madea had been retired, bro. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen a Madea film like advertised in a minute. I thought Halloween two or whatever. <laughs> Medea's Halloween or some shit was the last one. Medea's oh, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> some horror movie shit that nigga was doing. Hey man, this nigga is this nigga is nuts. Period. Some Yeah, man, this nigga is nuts, bro. Um, I think Akon said his futuristic city would be done in twenty thirty six, which I don't understand because goddamn it, that's the future. We gonna be using this shit today. Use it. <laughs> Where is his city? Like, how is he building a city? What is, what is it? I think it's in Ghana, right? It's, it's yeah. like by Accra or some whatever the shit. He's, he's, he's up there, like, building 7 Elevens and stuff? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But. Is, this, is it this his second city? 
Mm, no, nah, I think it was his first one. I thought I thought I saw somewhere he's planning on starting on a second city. I'm like, nigga, you ain't finished the first joint. What That's what fuck? I'm saying. African Elon Musk. I'm gonna see what it's like because it's like he's been working on this for a while. And 2036, that's what 15 years from now. Is Akon Tony Stark? <laughs> Might be. <laughs> Maybe. Is Acoin even like, uh, I don't even think Acoin is thriving like that. Acoin. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's smart with a trash name. <laughs> it is. If one of y'all ever told me y'all got some Acoin, I'll kick y'all out of the group. <laughs> Acoin. <laughs> hey, bro, p- purchase some Acoin, dog. <laughs> nah, low key, that might just that might be uh, all birthday gifts from now on. I'm <laughs> giving all the kids acorns. Get you two acorns. <laughs> what the fuck did I get with this? <laughs> oh man, but y'all ready to get into music, man? It ain't really much in music. Yeah. Uh, goddamn. Um, we got Brockhampton. Anybody listen to Brockhampton? Nah, I can't do it, man. That shit was trash, bro. That shit was awful. <laughs> uh, I'm not even gonna waste time really talking about it. It's, it's it's maybe one, if one or two good songs on there. Uh, I think I kept like three songs on there. So yeah, I'm not gonna waste time even talking about that. Uh, Justin Bieber put out a Freedom EP. <clears throat> yeah, that, I'm not listening to that. Oh, that was real. I just assumed he did the finesse of. Breaking down an album into smaller pieces. Well, no, I didn't listen to it. Okay. Mm, uh, is this Art Dealer Chic for an actual tape, or is yeah, yeah? Because I listened to it and I, and I felt like all the songs were new. Um, it's one song on there was so wild. I think it's Triangle Love. Did you listen to it? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the first two songs of that shit, I was like, "Fam, who does Miguel make music for?" Because <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> that shit was bad, bro. When them clips of like that freaky shit started playing, I was like, "Bro, what is happening?" <laughs> like it was nuts. But yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know where Miguel was going with this one. Yeah, the last two songs are not as bad as the first two, but nah, I don't know, man. Uh, say you, you didn't check it out. Nah, I feel like you. I started because I wasn't. I was confused on if it was new or old, uh, and I didn't want to be confused, so I turned it off. Oh, okay. Um, Mo three drops. Uh, shot us forever. Um, rest in peace to Mo three. Anybody check that out? Nah, I ain't get to that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm check it out soon. Uh, Kid Ink dropped a life. Yeah, it's a lot of albums that I don't know how quick I'm jumping to get to. I don't even think yeah. I'm listening to this Kid Ink. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I, I'm I don't even know he's still rap. I don't think I listened to an album this uh this week, like a new one. Uh, LA dropped Aura Three. I might yeah. get to that at some point. I started that a little bit too. It was it sounded decent from what I got into so far. I think that was like the only thing I really listened to. Yes. Hey, that. Hold on, man. Did that nigga CJ really drop an album? CJ like whoopty? Yeah. Yeah, he dropped on a while ago. We talked about it. Here. Oh, oh, it was a while ago? Yeah. Oh, okay. That song with what's the name is solid. Um Dream Doll, and I hate that. I don't think that's on the album though. No. I think that's just a Lucy. Oh no, it's on the album. It's on the album? Yeah. Well, I gotta delete that. It's the uh second it's the second song. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I saw I saw the, her verse clip on Twitter, and she was looking good. I don't know what she was talking about. Uh, yeah, so I probably got to re-listen to it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Uh, G Perico actually, I mean, um, also dropped uh, "No Love in L.A." So that's the albums for this week. Uh, singles we got. The return of Sonder and Georgia Smith. Um, nobody but you. How we feeling? I didn't get to listen to the Sonder uh, joint yet. I, I got to listen to it though. I fucked with it. I, I wasn't mad at it. I was really getting close to the point of asking, does Georgia Smith actually make music? <laughs> <laughs> that last song she dropped was decent, man. I forgot the name of it. That Slave it- Anthem? That Freedom Anthem or whatever? No. Would it matter if she if she made music? Ooh. Good question. She wouldn't matter. <laughs> for real, for real. Uh Polo G dropped rap star. How we feeling? I ain't listening to that one either, man. I liked it. I wasn't mad at it. He was really in your your misty R and B bag. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't listen to no new shit, man. Yeah, I okay. I wasn't mad at it. I, I fuck with Polo G. I think he's one of the more talented niggas, the uh, up and coming niggas on on the scene right now. So, uh, Lil Tecca dropped "Show Me Up." Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't been liking where Lil Tecca has been going lately, but this wasn't terrible. Mm. Mm. But I think that's it. I'm trying to see. Niggas don't listen to Cupcake, do they? Come on, you know us. Hey, that uh spot him got him nigga. Is is he just gonna keep making uh more beatbox versions until yes. we die? Yes. Hey, if it's working, don't don't lead the well. Did y'all listen? Did I see the Doja and Scissor? Oh, the video. Yeah, yeah I yeah. saw Scissor was looking right, man. She's been looking amazing. We- yeah, hand claps. Yeah, yeah. And I think she's coming with a classic too. Oh yeah, cause good days and that uh, hit different. And what is, she got another one, right? Oh, am I tweaking? Yeah, it was nah, like the, the end of Good Days video. That was oh, wasn't that wasn't that another song? It was a it was some song at the end of the Good Days video, I believe. Okay, yeah. So I I think she got a classic up her sleeve. Also, uh, I wrote this down. Um, we I know we joke on ja- Jaquees, man. But that nigga's super talented, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he is. He just kind of gets himself into some fuck shit. Like, what has he done? Why like his little flips. Oh. Wait, wait. He was doing flips? No, not like song flips. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like how he was singing Happy Birthday to Quavo. That's just yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that? No. It was at Quavo's birthday party and they brought out Jacquees and he said happy birthday. <laughs> Honcho <laughs> should have put an end to that. Man, he was in the... Honcho was Did in they the pay him for I, I, I don't know, but it was, it just... Like another man singing happy birthday to me is hella weird. Yeah, yeah, don't pay him to sing to me. <laughs> Especially if he's younger than me. <laughs> oh no, nah, but he hey man, he flipped that uh jagged ass song and that shit was on a fire, bro. Mm. Uh but yeah, I just need to give uh Jaquise a shout out. 
I wanted to give the opposite of a shout out to Sweetie and uh, Gwen Stefani. That shit was fucking ass, bro. <laughs> oh, what the fuck, man? Yeah, that's <laughs> everything that they saying that that song is on social media. That's what it is. It's like some JC Penny back to school sale type shit. <laughs> oh man, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, but uh. Any uh, any other things to get off before we get out of here? Before we get the shout outs? Mm, oh, Belly. I, I did listen to Belly's shit. He, he, he got a new album? No, no. Single. It's just a song. Yeah, he got a song with Benny. That shit was kind of high. I've been, I've been wondering where <laughs> Benny... I mean, uh, Lila, uh, what the fuck is his name? Belly. Belly's been, Yeah, Belly's been at. Yeah, his project's been pretty solid for the most part. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, I, I definitely have to check that out. Um, I forgot to do the upcoming um, albums. Um, Sweetie got Pretty Season. Keep it. Pretty Summer playlist coming. Keep I don't think it's her, though. I think she's just on no. every song. Dude, yeah. That's dude. No, keep it. I think she's featured on all the songs, but it's like it's to highlight other people. Yeah. Some shit. I saw some of them were just her. But yeah, she's Uh-oh. on every song. It's seven of them. Yeah. Never know. It. We might get another. That's my best scene of Tessie. That one, she can oh. keep that one. Oh man, come on, dog. Forgive them, forget them, icy girls. Forgive him. Uh, but yeah, SSG Kobe dropping. Uh, Twenty One Pilots Conway is dropping this week. The sixteenth, yeah. Conway dropping. Uh, whatever this is, like Makina, something like that. All right, so uh, yeah. Anything else before we get into shoutouts? I right, uh, uh Donna, what you got? Uh, for my shout out, I'm gonna shout out to everybody that's going through Ramadan this upcoming week. It starts uh Monday, man. Uh, I'm not. I I don't think I'm going to participate, but I'm gonna try to find something that I can, you know, stop doing for the whole month. I haven't thought about it yet, but shout out to all my people doing it, man. A lot of dedication, a lot of discipline. I respect it. You could stop walking in the rain listening to R and B. That's one thing you can stop. Uh, yeah, but need, <laughs> shout out to yeah, shout out to all my uh, Muslims out there, man. Uh, let's see, what you got? Um, I'm gonna go shout out to WNBA man. 25th season. Um, they just dropped some fire in New Jerseys. So mm-hmm. looking looking upward this year. Hopefully they can. Uh, Get some new fans. Shout out to Donut. He said he watching. Yeah, I knew yeah. I knew Cease was geeked for it when uh, he texted me and he was excited uh, that they took up the shorts by a quarter inch. <laughs> That's when I I could probably gauge his excitement. I just took oh. season tickets in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely gonna cop a Tia Cooper jersey. Uh, you a sicko, Tia Cooper? <laughs> that shit fire, bro. And oh man, she's a she's she's a delight. Would y'all would y'all rock a she's a delight? That's sick. Would uh, <laughs> y'all rock a would y'all rock a WNBA jersey out in the streets? They would have to be like yeah. It's only like three or four hour cop but yeah get it I'll probably rock it to like a, like the beach or some shit the beach <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like walking if, if like if I know it's gonna be a bullshit day like we just chilling oh, okay hey. hey hey don't take what he said seriously y'all 
Yeah. <laughs> we talking about some bullshit. Dude. No, if we like sitting on the roof just because of people, I might throw that bitch. On. Oh my god. Are you are you saying it's an Aaron T-shirt? <laughs> I, I ain't gonna seriously go out with a WMA. I feel like that's pandering. To the you say they paint some houses with it all. <laughs> oh man, we gonna get in trouble one day. Um. And my shout out is uh, to Shaquille O'Neal, man. Shaq. Um, he paid off the balance of somebody's engagement ring. He saw him in the store. Uh, so he was like paying the balance off his, or making a payment towards the balance. And he just paid it off. So shout out to Shaq, man. He be hating on niggas, but he also <laughs> does, you know, he does good things. So did y'all see the uh, TNT inside the little four part series? Mm-mm. I heard it was good, though. Yeah, it's super good. It's on TNT. It's uh, it's on HBO Max. Yeah, they aired it during like the All Star Week, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm about to watch that. It's, it's fire. It's fire. All right, so I'm about to check that out. So, uh, any last words before we get out of here? Alright, um, thank you everybody for listening, man. We we appreciate y'all like always. This has been episode 14, man. Stay safe, stay warm this week, and we'll holler at y'all next week. Yes, sir.